Frazier and Maestro styles, you know we got one Right back like we left some We don't duck smoke, we want all of it So line them up, Trey shot with the blade, you know we sizing it up I'm quick to catch the fade, you know styles making the cut Cause we coming out clean every time that we showing up It's gonna be called The Barbershop Yo, what up, what up, folks? Welcome to another edition of the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Uh, special shout out to everybody tuning in. Uh, you can watch us now live on our YouTube channel, also on our Facebook page, Facebook Live. Uh, you can tune in on our Twitter handle at Barbershop SPOR2 and our Twitch channel as well. I'm Trey Frazier, and that's the brother over there, Maestro Styles. Yes, sir. What's good? How we feeling, man? Cool and cool and man. Uh, quick, quick music note, man. Um, What's up? Quick music note. Um, I'm not. I am not a. Uh, let's say a cat. I'm a cat. I'm a singles listener to Doja Cat. But mm-hmm. you know, with all the you know all the, I guess media attention, I was like, well, let me see what's going on here, man. She she she, she eye with me, man. Shorty eye with me. I she eye with me. I forgot the name of the song she came out with. The a video attention, for. yeah, the attention one. Was it the attention? The okay, yeah. but yeah. but it's some other it's some other shit on there that that like yeah, it's like she yeah yeah no nah, like got she right can... in my no nah, nah, but like musically she got right uh-huh. like on the end of that like the second half of the album mm-hmm. she started getting right in my bag and um I I gotta give her 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 shit yeah I I, I like this album. I, I like album. I like Doja when she in her bag, like when she in her rap bag. I like that Doja Cat. Like, I mean, I like the, I like the little single stuff. Like I like it for what it is. But when you mm-hmm. start getting on some 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 hip hop shit, like not not just like like boom bap. Like she she you could tell she made a little emphasis to put some. And I and again, mm-hmm. this is me not listening to none of her another cat her other stuff. Yep. Um, you could tell she kind of made an effort to get uh, get a little get a little boom bappy on them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that song like gives me the vibe that yo know, she need to go reach out to Kendrick and her and Kendrick need to do something on a collab or something. Like I love when when she rap when she in that bag. Like that's the Doja Cat I like. I'm seeing a lot of that comparison. Um, a lot of that comparison on this album too. Like a, like she definitely uh got into some Kendrick type energy. Yeah. yeah. But it's hey, a good album, though. The, make it happen. It's a good album. It's a good yep. album. Doja Cat, make it happen. <laughs> yeah. Shout out, shout out to her. Shout out to um, her. And I, I guess, because um, I, but it's not in like, you know, I guess national news, but, I, but I've been seeing it all over my timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to say rest in peace to Blake Bozeman, who was a uh, former player at Morgan State, but um, yeah. and, and, um, he was killed outside peace. of a club on A Street. Mm-hmm. Um I, I, I don't pretend to have known a lot about him, but I just know that when my timeline, my community of people speak about somebody, it's important that I, you know, shine a light on it. Um, yeah, facts. His, facts. Uh, you know, but he was killed out on 8th Street uh, along with uh, three other people who they didn't die. The other three people. Mm-hmm. Um, but that happened. Uh, uh, if you don't know about Blake Bozeman, he's a player. Like I said, used to play for Morgan State. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his father is also uh, was a coach at Morgan State at one time, the winning the okay. most winningest coach at Morgan State. 
but definitely uh, rest in peace to Blake Bozeman and condolences to the family, everybody involved. Yeah, and just like you, whenever you see that in the community, you know, I'm I'm right in the Baltimore area, so I hear a lot of things about Morgan and the happenings and stuff, and I did hear about that tragic, uh, you know, incident. So, um, you know, condolences to his family and, you know, rest in peace. Such a sad story, man. For sure. Just, try, just trying to have fun. Hey, man. So I got a question, man. What's up? Would you rather have $15 million in a championship or would you rather have $100 million in no rings? 50 mil, you said $50 million in a ring? $50 million in a ring, NBA, uh-huh. basketball, whatever, football, whatever, $50 mm-hmm. million in a ring mm-hmm. as an athlete, or right. would you have, rather just have the $100 million? Would I rather have the hundred mil? Well, look, if it's about the rings, then yeah, I want the. I'm just rings asking the- you. I'm just asking you. What would you rather have? Yeah, I'd I'd rather have the. If I was an athlete, I would rather have the fifty million in the ring. Okay. Because okay. you get, you know, you, you you're gonna get talked about more. But that 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 hardware matters. Well, it depends on you what know? kind of athlete you were. If you were, you know, uh, okay. So I I maybe have you seen the clip? I didn't uh, see Steven Jackson. So basically, Steven nah. Jackson got on, uh, and I'm paraphrasing, mm-hmm. uh, but he basically said, called people who put the money over the rings losers. Mm-hmm. Um, not losers, like as losers in life, but like y'all niggas don't want to win. Y'all rather get money than. Right, right. Y'all than, care more about the money than y'all care about. Right, right, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, I was sitting there thinking, like, well, look, man. <laughs> Me, and maybe I'm coming from the perspective of, A, I'm not an athlete, and B, uh, look, I, I'm trying to get to this paper. I, I, like, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's all about perspective, right? <laughs> yeah, right, right. But and I, I'm good either way. That, mm-hmm. to answer, but if you're if you pulling my arm to make a choice, mm-hmm. I'm going to say give me the 100 mil, bro. And, and, and again, I, I guess if you're – but I can understand an athlete's perspective, like you play the game and mm-hmm. all those things. But what if you're not – what if you're not, um, uh, you know, LeBron? What if you're not uh, Steph Curry? What if you're not like those – If you're if you Robert Horry. Like if right, you're Robert Horry. Right, if, But I'm not yeah. going – I don't want – I didn't want to say Robert Horry because he, he got rings and he – and I get point-wise he wasn't – a big contributor, but right, and he's not in the hall, and he's not in the hall right. of fame. But so. moment wise, he was a contributor. I'm talking about yep. the guys like, um, I you know, and I, I hate to say names, but uh, uh, who's somebody that don't got a ring that's not popular? And they, anybody, anybody, like fucking anybody that, that, that don't, don't got to, a ring that's not yeah, popular. We don't have to make names. We don't have to make right. names about it. We talking about the guys that are. Uh, you know, thirteen on the depth chart, and like a know, like a Gerald saying, Wallace. Yeah, I, I, no, I'm not. I've made it my point to not say names, but Gerald. But you Gerald, did. Yeah. I didn't say Gerald Wallace. You said no, Gerald no, no, no. I'm saying you made it a point oh, to God, not God. say <laughs> names because I ain't trying to shade nobody, and I I ain't trying to shade nobody. I'm just more so saying, um, uh, like like maybe getting maybe capitalizing on all the money you can capitalize means more to you because look, man, you ain't the you. What does the ring? What does the ring really mean? It it, it is an experience. I I could gather that. Yeah, that. yeah, it is. That it is. Yeah. Hey, a hundred million, fifty million extra dollars. I can make some experiences of my own. I ain't mad at that. I, I'm not mad either way. But like, I'm, I'm neither am I. But I'm not. But I'm yeah. not. I'm not an athlete. And maybe and, and and I can't put. I can't pretend to put myself in the athlete's shoes enough to say, me missing fifty million dollars. I want the fifty mil. 
Sorry. Mm-hmm. Give yeah. me 50 now, I, I hear you. I, I hear you on that. But I, I don't think there's any right or wrong with Neither that question. I. Neither do I. But I, I mean, he, he, he seemed very adamant about uh, loser mentality. And, and again, I could get it from his perspective. He's yep. an athlete. He, mm-hmm. he want to win all those types of things. Yeah. Um, he want to ring, right? He, he yeah. want to ring with the Spurs, right? Yes. I yep. want to say yes. Yep. I so I get yes. it. Yeah, so I get like, it. I get it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, because, I mean, what is he saying? Well, he ain't saying nothing about Matt Barnes, but, um, yeah, man. All I'm saying is, he said something, he said something to the effect of, y'all made money, y'all made money, but y'all wasn't the best at nothing. And see, come on, <laughs> why why go there? Like, <laughs> and, and, and let's be clear, Steven Jackson, it was a baller. Let's be clear. Like he, yeah, could, he yeah. was a, he was nice. He was dead nice. You wasn't like you was attached to something that was the best. And I guess I guess in some yeah. respects he was on that belief team, rep- right? You- that warrior belief team, right? In 07, right? When was they upset it? the when they yeah. when they upset the Mavericks. Yeah, but in the he first round. He ain't win that yet, so I ain't counting that yet. I'm talking no, about No, no, he didn't, yeah. but, but but when you think of him, I think the first few things you think about is that team. I think, about the Spurs, also, I think about him with the Spurs first. Personally. Okay, okay. But, fair, yeah. fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. But there was something special about that yeah, Golden State sure, team as sure, well, for, for sure. certain. Um, but yeah, I, I can understand from his perspective um how adamant he is about it. Yeah, but when you, when you say know. you ain't but when you say you ain't like good at nothing and you all you care about no, he is, said y'all wasn't the he said y'all the quote was uh-huh. y'all made y'all money, but y'all wasn't the best at nothing. I mean, I might have been the best at making money, my nigga. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, I was the best at managing the money that I made. I and, mean, I ma- hey. and I and I managed it well because some, some niggas, they make the money and they blow it. <laughs> and then I sit here and think about it. Well, I think about like Charles Barkley. Charles mm-hmm. Barkley, uh, I mean, are we really going to say Charles Barkley wasn't the best when he was out, when he was when he was in his prime? Dude was because a dog. he ain't got no rings. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like right, right. Uh, you know, uh, Allen Iverson, Patrick Ewing. You know what I mean? Reggie Miller. Like, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I, you know, and and respectfully, all these people we're naming have had better careers than Stephen Jackson. But uh, I mean, are you better because you got the ring? I, I, I don't know. I, I just I just thought that was uh, interesting. And for him to stand so uh, stand stand tall on it, like I don't know. I, I felt like. Mm, I don't know. I yeah. feel like that was a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's that's crazy. Hey, um, just kind of back to the music part for a second. Um, I hate to bring the energy down a little bit, but I did see this on the timeline over the oh. weekend. Um, Crazy Bone yeah. was in the hospital and on life support. Last time I checked, I didn't get any updates since then, but I just wanted to send some crazy. prayers to him and prayers to Bone thugs and harmony, prayers to his family and all that. And yeah, sure. you know, hope everything goes all right there, man. I even seen Juicy Juicy J. But I mean, I know we I know people joke about that whole Come on, bone don't do thugs. that. <laughs> well, cause the truth is, is that they really get along. Uh the, mm-hmm. like I, I think it I, I won't I won't assume about who got an issue with who, but I think the overall consensus is they, you know, it's one person not getting along with another person as opposed to mm-hmm. Bone Thug versus Three Six Mafia type thing, but yeah. uh, but yeah. Juicy J definitely was one of the people I saw, you know, po- you know, posting for well wishes. Yeah. Um, and I will do the same. Uh, you know, uh, get well soon. Uh, legend, 
Uh, you know, Absolutely. legend, legend. Absolutely. And I don't know if you've heard any of his recent music, but he's still rapping his ass off. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. I haven't, by the way, but now that you said that, I might have to check yeah. out his recent stuff. Yeah, he. Uh, I mean, he, hey, man, if you like, if you like the Crazy Bone in the '90s, you still like Crazy Bone in 2023. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he. That's what's up. That's yeah. what's up. So, um, NFL. So, where, where do you want to start? You want to start with NFL? the division? Do you want to or... start? Do you want to start NFL? I'm just asking. Well, I, w- I was because... going to ask. I was going to ask the question within the question. Do you want to go to the biggest story? Of the weekend in the NFL, or do you want to go right to where I know you would want me to go? <laughs> Pause. Um, uh, uh, yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> uh, look, man, I, it's on my mind, man. Colorado got their ass whooped, bro. They got that ass mm. whooped. Mm. That's what it was on my mind. They got that ass mm. whooped, man. Um, and 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 look, I'm still riding. Don't get it twisted. I'm still, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still riding. I, 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 I might hold off on the, on the hoodie right this second, but right. I'm still riding. Um, hold off on the hoodie. <laughs> I might hold off for a second. I might hold off for a second. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like if they'd be, if they'd be Oregon and then beat USC, I might have had to, you know, put some expenses on the side to go get the hoodie. But mm. I mean, and, and that ass whipping, I'm, I'm, I'm a hold on. I'm a hold on for a second. Yeah, I was, I was, I ain't gonna front though. I, I, I was surprised. Now, not surprised that they lost the game, but yeah. surprised that they got handled, like they, they got, like they got they, handled. They got yeah. handled. And yeah. for everybody, look, look, me, I speak for me, Maestro. I am a, um, a bandwagon college football watcher, meaning I only watch Colorado. And if somebody says, "Oh, this is about to be a good game," I may or may not watch it. But I put my, but. To the people that are saying Travis Hunter would have saved this ass whooping? Nah. No. Travis Hunter. Y'all, no. listen here. Y'all, <laughs> I get it. I get it. Travis Hunter is an amazing no. talent. No. He was not saving this ass whooping. This ass whooping was coming. I think Travis Hunter was going to give him 14 more points. I'll I, I keep it real with you right now. I think he. I think Travis Hunter was good for forty. So it would have been forty-two twenty. Forty-two twenty in your book. Forty-two twenty. Okay, which people, which people wouldn't have, um, people wouldn't have been as mad at forty-two twenty than they, mm-hmm. that, you know, than as forty-two. Or 20. even if it's thirty-five twenty, I'll take a touchdown from Oregon because you score like that, then sometimes the flow of the game changes a little bit. So okay. maybe if it was if it was thirty-five twenty, then I could see something like that. But Travis Hunter was not going to save them from a 40-something point beatdown. Sorry. It was still going to be an ass whipping, maybe a more competitive ass whipping, but it was going to be a it was still going to be a maybe less of a thorough ass whipping, mm-hmm. but it was still going to be an ass whipping. Uh cut the nonsense out. I get it. We're fans and we want to support Dion. Um, but that mm-hmm. ass whipping was happening uh yep. one way or the other. Um, how did you feel about the uh, Oregon coaches uh, locker room prep game pregame speech that was leaked in the middle of the well not leaked but shown in the middle of the game? Yeah, that was yeah that wasn't pregame that was a halftime joint. Oh, it was halftime. Um, okay. Yeah, that was that was, was a halftime it? joint. It was I, that was that was a uh, halftime joint. I mean, I, I, if, I, if, if if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I, I, yeah. I I thought that I thought that that was a halftime speech. They let they let the network's cameras. In that locker room, like you, like, is and that not what that happened? 
Yeah, they let they okay. let the network's cameras in the locker room. Like ESPN, that, but... ESPN got that footage, right? Okay. Because, you know, and not that I watch a lot of college football, but I don't know a lot of, you know, games where the coaches are like, yo, bring them cameras in here. Like, I don't know a lot of games like that, right? Okay. So this this was, you know, this was calculated. So, um, look, you Oregon, you the coach, you got the better team, better roster. Say whatever the hell you want. I I I didn't have a problem with it. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. I have a not, problem with it. I mean, not at all. <laughs> even if it ain't true. Yeah. Even if even if Dion, it seemed like it seemed like they asked him asked Dion about it, and Dion was kind of like, "Well, I wouldn't do that." Like, <laughs> yeah, right, right. Like, like as if as if people mm-hmm. were questioning. That he's not really serious about him b- being successful as a football coach, right? Um, right. hey, I, I didn't like it at first, but then I thought about it. If I was in that dude's situation, I would be on the same, same thing. Shit. Yeah, yeah. These the only ass, thing these pretty ass niggas. The, <laughs> the only thing, the only thing I'll you know when when he said they you know they worrying about clicks. I'm paraphrasing. They worrying about clicks. We worrying about wins. Well, coach, I like it. I love it. I love it. But coach, you you worrying about clicks too. You worrying about wins, but you worrying about clicks because you uh, you bought them cameras. You bought them cameras in that locker room for okay, a reason. Okay, if that if that's what happened, then yes, I can see your point. But yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I look, Oregon been Oregon. I don't know that how long dude been the coach, but Oregon been Oregon for years. Been mm-hmm. a win, you know, a winning team. For yeah, years. facts. Yeah, so facts. I, I, yep. I, 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 and it's not like they've been Oregon for years. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They've been exactly who they've been for years. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like it's not like they needed them cameras. It's not like he's trying to recreate what Dion's doing in, in fucking Colorado. Because mm-hmm. Oregon is already a high-level organization. They're already yep. winning. You know what I'm saying? So I don't even agree with that. I like yeah, right. that. I like that even if he was embellishing mm-hmm. to get his uh players hype. Right. I'm I'm with it. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I uh, you know we it, I've been we've been reined in all weekend or whatever. Yeah. So I woke up Saturday and was like, you know what? I'm gonna finish. I'm a I'm gonna start and finish my lo-fi beat tape, mm-hmm. and 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 I'm gonna kind of take you know motivation through the day and kind of sprinkle it in the, in the beat tape. If mm-hmm. you think for a second that you ain't about to hear that white boy talk talking that shit on my beat <laughs> tape on my lo-fi tape. You're wrong. It's on there. It's on there. Can't, can't wait to hear it. It's definitely on there. Like I'm, I'm I, I was uh, trying to finish. I was trying to finish it um, yeah. before I got on today. Like that man, it's on. It's on there um, mm. because that it, it's a good. It's good. It's a good sound bite. Right. Um. Hey man, and they beat Colorado ass and mm-hmm. and accountability. Right. Yeah. So when when other teams came in was talking shit and stepping on their logo and all that, Dion mm-hmm. responded how he responded based on what they did. Yeah. Um, there was footage of a, a player from uh, Colorado mm-hmm. stepping on Oregon's logo, mm-hmm. rubbing his you know ru- you know rubbing his feet on the logo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Before the game. Mm-hmm. I also saw footage of. A Colorado player after the game walking through the tunnel, dapped up a fan, and then I guess it was oh, an Oregon fan that was and, yeah. snatched his yeah. scarf or whatever and just tossed it 
Yeah. And I was like, oh man. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, look, look. Um, so you know, I ain't gonna look accountability. You got if you you got to be able to you got to be able to take the ass whooping that come with talking shit, just like y'all was handing out ass whoopings mm-hmm. for talking shit. You got to be able to take it. Um, yeah. Got to be able to do it. It's levels to this shit, man. Dion not gonna do this shit in one year. Nope. nope. It's levels to this shit. So I, nope. I think we got a pretty good gauge of where they at. Um, He's exceeded expectations absolutely. at this point already. Uh, unless he just starts going on a losing spree. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with you 100%. Um, but let's be clear. Well, if, if he goes on a losing spree, then yeah, the media is going to, they're going to pump that up for certain. But to me, I'm going to look at the season overall and say, well, he exceeded expectations with this well, team. This team if, won one game last year. He got them three, four, five wins throughout the, you know, throughout no, the no, season. No, no, that, no, so. that's an assumption. I said if they lose every other game, mm-hmm. that would be what, uh, three and what? Oh, they won three games this year? They two? won three games so far. Three games this year? Mm-hmm. So that would be it. Th- I mean, look. But even still, they still exceeded the expectations. I mean, but come on, bro. That that that, that we that's that that sounds. Crazy. I get that. I get that's not going to be the media narrative when the yeah, season ends. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I'm still that, gonna I'm still gonna set I'm still gonna sit back and when the dust settles, hey, Dion did a so really let me good job. Clear. So yeah. you so let's be. I just want to be clear. I'm hearing you. Yeah, they went from being you know being in Shador's and Heisman conversation. Uh, they were ranked. They're no longer ranked right now. You're mm-hmm. saying that if they lose out, they lose out. And this mm-hmm. is hypothetical, and I don't wish this on Colorado. Right, right. They lose out. You're still looking back at this season and saying, good job? Oh, when the dust settles, yeah. Now, again. When the dust when the, settles? Again, when the, when, when, that, when the season ends, and if they do lose every game, which I hope they don't do. And, I think, um, and I'm sure they won't, by the way. They, the, media, the media is going to point to they finished bad. The Heisman race was over with Shador and whoever else is going to be. Um, everything is going to be negative about the season for Colorado if they do lose out. Like, I get that part of it, you know. But at the end of the day, when you look at the amount of pe- like people talking about, you know, black people coming to Colorado now. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I, like, I'm just, I said, but you do, you're doing this again. You did this last week. You're what, what am I doing? You're conflating <laughs> issues. I'm talking about football. I ain't talking about. I ain't talking sure, about sure. culture. I ain't talking about. They've money exceeded being expectations. Generated. They've exceeded expectations culturally. If they go three, no, I'm nine, not even talking culturally. I'm saying you're not about the, to tell football. Me. I'm saying no. I'm saying football. They've exceeded expectations, and they I and I just said out. it. I just said it. I just said it three minutes ago. They've exceeded expectations already up to this point. Yeah, I'm yeah. Right now, now if they right now, now if they be. lose out, if they lose out, it's not a good look. It's gonna be negative things said about this team. Shador is obviously not gonna be a Heisman candidate anymore. Um, there's gonna be questions about you know what Dion's gonna do with the team recruiting wise. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still a season where they exceeded expectations. I'll say it this way: I won't say that it's a good season, I'll just say they exceeded expectations from what that team was one year ago yeah i disagree because if they go three and whatever you disagree with what if they go three and whatever mm-hmm. that's not exceeding expectations 
Not, we expected okay. them to. We only expected them to win three games. Yeah, but you can't. Yeah, but you can't say they ex- like if you're saying right now okay. they exceeded expectations and then they lose out. Like you can't just rip that band-aid back off. Yes, of them. yes, the hell you can because no, it's, yes, no. you can. Come on, bro, it's fluent. We know that that is fluent because the story hasn't been told until the end of the year. So yeah, yes, I get right that. Now, so right now they're mm-hmm. exceeding expectations, but they can lose out and then expectations hasn't been met. Because they didn't win any more games, and well, we then that mean, well, then that means the expectations have changed. Then that that that's that's what that's what you're telling okay. me now. Well, no, it sounds no, it no. sounds like mm-hmm. it sounds like after it sounds like after four weeks of play, we've watched this team play four weeks. It sounds like the expectations went from here to now here now. Now, if no. you're telling me the expectations have changed, then I agree with you. But if you're saying the expectations stay the same from the start of the year to the end of the year, then I still got to say, hey, they still exceeded it. Unless you're telling me it's changed in the middle of the year. So so you're saying that preseason, going into the season, we only expect the Colorado to win three games? No, we expect the Colorado to win more than one game. Okay. I don't I don't know. I don't know what the like win total projection was. We just know they won one game last year. Okay, but me and you, mm-hmm. I won't even speak to you. I'll speak to me because I don't know what you – you did. You had no – you had – you didn't have any expectations for Colorado coming into the season. I expected them to be a good football team. How, what is a good football team by a win total? By a win total? I mean – because, God, you don't even make a bowl game if you, like, what, win five – if you get five wins, right? I don't know. So I guess, so I guess, what? I guess six, I guess if you average that six wins, right? So if they don't win, so, so a good team, in your opinion, mm-hmm. a good team is winning a bowl game, is making a bowl game. Mm, but I don't think with six wins, you're making a bowl game. Okay. In your opinion, is mm-hmm. being a good team making a bowl game? So really a, a good season? Yeah. In my opinion, yeah, it is. Okay. They're not going to make a bowl game with three wins, right? So, which means they're they're not a a good team. They they so, ended up not being a good team. So, you just said to me your expectations was they were going to be a good team. They would then not be a good team. But a good team could still be six wins, and even with six Where? wins, you can't. Where? Let me finish. Okay. A good t- even with six wins, you, your chances are you're not going to make a bowl game. Um, and my criteria for bowl games is, is if you make a bowl game, okay, you had a good season. Cause let's face it only what four teams make the college football playoff. Yep. And you know, there's teams that, you know, get eight, nine wins that don't even sniff, you know, the top four. So obviously those teams get the bowl games. Yeah. We could eliminate yeah. that, but that, that's not happening for Colorado. Uh, sure. That that's not, that's not happening for them. So Six wins. That's a that's a, that's an average. That's an average. I'd say an average to good season for them. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if they don't win six games, then mm-hmm. they were not a good team. Yes. They're not a good team, but does that mean it's a failure of a season? If by your standards, I that's why I set you up that way. Your standards was your expectations. I'm sorry was. That Colorado was going to be a good team. That was your preseason st- expectations. Mm-hmm. If they win three games, they have not exceeded your expectations because your expectation was them to win six at least. 
Okay. But so now no, t- but they've already won three. They've, no, they, no, no, they, no. But the scenario was if they lost, lose out. And we don't believe they're going to lose out. I'm just saying if they lost, if they lose out, right. then they wouldn't if, if they wouldn't have meet your they wouldn't meet your expectations of being a good team. Therefore, right. But you and I agree. But you and I agree that at this point, through four games, they've exceeded expectations as of right now. But that is a fluent. My my point was that that is a fluent conversation until the season ends. So with that so being said, is- so with so with that being said, it sounds to me like the expectations from preseason projections or what have you till you know four weeks into the season, it sounds like. The expectations have changed. No, they now. haven't. No, they haven't. Because as of right now, they've won 75% of their games. Okay. That's exceeding expectations because even if, because if the, if the, if the, if, and I'm just talking about your threshold. Yeah. My threshold is way, I got way higher expectations than six games of, of Colorado. But. Well, what if, was your expectations? Um, They would be over, they would, I. They would be over a five hundred team. They would so I, like I, seven, I, like seven and five. Am I? Am I? Again, wrong person to ask. I'm not mm. a college. I don't even know how many games they have this year. So wrong nigga to ask. Twelve or thirteen. That's all. I, I, you know, you know, I don't watch college football like that. So I don't I, watch I, it like yeah. that either. But I know it's twelve, thirteen games in a You're season. A better fan than I am, guy. That's. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying that there's no they're exceeding expectations right now, but that could very easily be changed based on how they perform, based on what we perceive. Right, but that that was my point. You just said it. You cut me off because it's not real right now. It's only right now. We didn't change our expectations of it right now. They're exceeding expectations as of right now. If they were one and four, they would not be exceeding expectations. If they were two and four, we would be like, oh, they kind of you know where they. They are, right. you know, okay. we're just not saying nothing. The mm-hmm. fact that they won their first three games, mm-hmm. specifically against a TCU who was in the championship, and um, I mean, how Nebraska. They, I don't, I don't um, know how y'all rate Nebraska. I don't know how they rate Nebraska. Nah, they nah, don't. Right, nah, exactly. So nah, I don't know. Right. So I mean, so now when you really, so now when you really, really look at it, they've only beat one quality team. Is mm-hmm. what it sounds like. So right. maybe, so maybe. We uh we jump in the gun. Where they what have they done this year? At this at this point, nothing yet. And I guess and I guess like I said, and maybe I'm just maybe I'm just looking at the win total from last year. Maybe I'm looking at how bad they were last year. And and I guess if you win one game, I guess I mean where else you have to go? You can no go nowhere but up unless you just don't win a game. Yeah, that sounds pandering. Every year. But again, that sounds pandery if your expectations of Dion in Colorado was to make a bowl game. You know what I'm saying? I no, 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 not not to make a bowl game. Just just be a good team, and that could be you have a 500 record. Like okay. I said, like I said, 500 records. I don't think you make a bowl game. Okay, well I think. Oh, okay, I got you because you, you, I just got the whole 12, 13 game thing. Mm-hmm. 500 I'm with that I'm with you there they've mm-hmm. exceeded expectations if they go 500 but that has yet to be told yet they are, but they so but they had but if we're talking about 12 games they've played a quarter of them and right 75 percent of them mm-hmm. so that is as of right now mm-hmm. exceeding expectations but that can change that that their projection can change if they lose out mm-hmm. right my expectations are still my expectations but right now Mm-hmm. They're doing really good at meeting my expectation. 
But okay. So okay. That, that's where we that's where we at with it. But I mean, based on last based on last week, we can pretty much I ain't gonna I hate to be that guy. This is this is Heisman Trophy conversation. And let's be mm-hmm. clear. I mm-hmm. didn't realize I, you know, because I'm not a college football person, I remember yeah. Bo Nix playing for Auburn, but I didn't know he went to Oregon and right. uh and all that. He is also in the in the in the Heisman conversation. Mm-hmm. So he yeah. lost to Bo Nix. Mm-hmm. And I I hate to be the guy. I hope I'm wrong. I'm riding with I'm riding with the with Colorado. They got a tough ass task playing number six USC and Caleb Williams. Yeah. Let's be clear about it. So my hope my hope for that is they play better, right? <laughs> I, and I still Travis think Hunter they're going to lose. Not playing. Right, right. I, but I, I I still think Colorado's going to lose. I just I just hope that it's a competitive game, and I hope both these quarterbacks ball the hell out. Okay. Four quarter, four quarters. So like basically, I, I, I hope this game is not over. You know what's crazy is I'm going to miss that game. Uh, what what time is that game? Like twelve noon. Oh noon. Okay. I think it's twelve. Yeah. I'm, I, okay. I think, I think that's what I saw earlier today. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely noon. missing the beginning. My son, my son, and my daughter's got soccer games Saturday. I gotta, so I got to I got to work Saturday afternoon. So unless they get rained out like it did this past weekend, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I left with I left I left this game with its levels to this shit, man. Mm. It's just levels to this shit, and and, and again, mm-hmm. I believe that Dion can write can get up there with the other you know with the top teams in the in, in college mm-hmm. football. I do believe that. Yeah. He, again, he's not going to do it in one year. No. Nope. Riding with him, I think. I think. I think we both agree that six and six, five hundred, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever that looks like, five hundred record is mm-hmm. uh, is expectation. Yeah. And that as of right now, he's on a good path of making that mark. Yeah. yeah. But but the hype, but the hype, I I think I think we can cool it on the hype. I think we can cool it on the hype. Right. Now we can right. just get to him building an organization and playing football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, hope he, I, and I hope he and I and I hope he gets the time to build that organization. I'm sure he will. I'm not sure, but I'm confident he will. I hope no, I hope so. I hope so. Because you know, the back of my mind, you know. Black coach, you know, you know how these things are, especially in college football. You know, some programs, they give the white coaches plenty of time to build the program. And then other programs, you know, you hire a black coach, they got to win right now or they got to win in two years, you know. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know that. um, And I don't know, but it would seem that it would seem like Dion got got the reins to take his time. Like. uh, the turnover, the turnover they, that he made just in the summer. Yeah, trans- yeah, like yeah, you gotta get. That, I hope gotta, he, yeah, you gotta get. That so time. so so next off, so this coming off season, I hope that they give him that time to do what he got to do. Well, let's be clear, what he did this summer, mm-hmm. I do the same shit next summer, and then more. Yeah. yeah, but that like that transfer portal and all that shit they be doing, that shit's about to be going mm-hmm. crazy because that defense ain't up to par. Mm-hmm. Period. Oh nah, nah. He 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 needs some. Yeah. He he needs some. That O line ain't pause. up to par. That O line yeah. ain't up to par. Period. Yeah. He, so, he need, yeah. yeah. He he needs some. He needs some more dogs on there. Yeah. Um. But hey. Um. Seventy. Seventy points. Hold on. Hold on. Right up, hold right, on. We got to go better college football real quick because I'm not. I'm what's not up? leaving it, and I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget it. Shout out to the Merlin Terps. Loxley, thank you. Thank you, because I was going to say something I forgot, but yeah. Smoking on that Michigan State pack over the weekend. 
Yeah. Four no. Four no. Four no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let, yeah, let, yeah. Let, look, because I'm a fake college fan, so now I got to start paying attention to my Terps because we're doing some things. Terps is doing the thing. Hey, they, hey. They're doing the thing. Shout out to the Terps. Yep. Hey, I, I, I'm, I'm here. I'm here now. Four no. I'm here Four now. No. Shout you out hear, to You're here now. I'm here, <laughs> I'm here now. You hear me? I'm here now. <laughs> hey, hey. And 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 we gotta hey. have this and we gotta have this debate on on air. What's up? What was the point of Colorado scoring? What was the point of Colorado scoring? Yeah. Um. So for the record, I did not see when they scored that touchdown. If it, if it was a touchdown, but when I tweeted that, when I tweeted that out, that hey, it was, it was, I'm waiting, I'm waiting for this team to you know show up. It was halftime. It was okay. halftime when I when I tweeted that. What was it the was, halftime score? I don't remember. 30, I 35, nothing? The game was over. <laughs> Bro, but, the game but, was but, over. But, but come on, bro. Look, come on, bro. If 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 that if a team could score 35 points in a half, I mean, who says the other team can't do the same thing? It was like, very clear. It, 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 let's be clear about this, Trey. This they're not benching, they're not benching guys at halftime. Bro. No, that's not that's not what I'm saying. Let's be clear. <laughs> It was set very early about who was the bigger, the more pre- not even prepared because I don't want to fe- I don't want to focus on preparation because if mm-hmm. it was just preparation, yep. then Dion could have schemed and then then maybe came back and all these things that you're trying to allude to. Mm-hmm. They were outclassed because the athletes were on Oregon side. Yeah, I get it. So they were out. So it, it was like it was like a, I get it. It was like, a, and I get they're both Division ones, but it was like the top tier schools. Playing the no, the, playing the not so top tier schools. I get it. So it, it so it was nothing. It was nothing scheme wise that they could have done to beat Oregon, let alone come back to Oregon. They were outclassed, and um, in that point, them scoring that touchdown, which was a garbage. It, let's be clear, it was a garbage time score. It was. It was a garbage time score. Mm-hmm. They yeah. were not coming back. Yeah, and I didn't that, say that. To, and I didn't say that to say, hey you know, start the comeback. Again, I tweeted that at halftime. Right. And, you know, and, and then a half, and, 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 then a, and then a half, anything can happen in a half. Like, I've, you know, like I said, like I don't watch a lot of college football. Nothing. I hear you. I, like I said, I, I don't you. watch a lot of college football, but you know these scores in college football, they get crazy. You, you, you see 62 points sometimes. You see 70 points. You see 50-something points a lot more in college football than you do in in the pros until we just saw the Dolphins do it on Sunday. Yeah, but let's be but, clear. Who, let's be clear. <laughs> the only team that was going to score 50 and, and up that game was Oregon. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> let's be clear. Just, there was no way in. There was nothing that – nothing. And, I, again, I'm not talking about scheme. I'm mm-hmm. talking about – Bigger players playing smaller players. Sure, was nothing sure. that was going to happen, and we knew that. Game. We knew that going into the game sure, too. Sure, yep. sure, and mm-hmm. and but we kind of we held that hope. And look, we just it just didn't happen this time. Yeah, um, yeah, they it's levels to this shit, bro. It's with respect to Colorado hey. one prime and all that, it, it's levels. Um, they got. I ain't want them to get shut out. I ain't want them to get shut out. Okay, so. well. I and again, respect. and again, I tweeted at a halftime, and I knew they're not benching players at halftime. So, if as long as the starters are out there, 
guess hey, you got to play. Give me something. Give me something. You got to play. I guess. Because you're not going to the bench at halftime. So. I guess. I mean, yeah. I, look, look I, the way I see it, and I get it, it's college. Um, protect, hey, if anything, protect your door, bro. Because he get injured. It's a wrap. No, facts. Facts. He get injured, I understand, I understand that point, too. I get that point, too. Protect him, if anybody. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, facts. Yeah. And facts. it's not like your second best player ain't out right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I, I hear you. For more weeks, too. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I hear you. But I, 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 I saw you trying to segue college scores. Obviously, in the NFL, mm-hmm. <laughs> the mm-hmm. Miami Dolphins put up college football numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Look. Um, 35, 35 points in the first half, 35 points in the second half. And 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 you got a Mike White uh, appearance, and even Mike White threw a touchdown pass. <laughs> Let's be very clear. Let's be very clear. If I'm Mike Madonna, I'm breaking that fucking record. I don't give a fuck. Like, what are you talking about? You did you hear what he said? Nah, Mike I ain't Madonna, hear what he said. Mike McDaniel. McDaniel. Mike McDaniel. Yeah, you're talking um, about our D coordinator. No, Mike, uh, Mike McDonald is a singer that's that uh, saying uh, that's uh, yeah, it's Mike McDonald. That's saying, yeah, I, I, uh, I know, I know. He's, I know, Mike, I Michael McDonald is a singer, but Mike McDonald is the Ravens' D coordinator. Pause. Fuck him. I wasn't talking about him. I was thinking, hey, I wasn't even thinking yo, about hey, him. Hey, watch your mouth, yeah, B. Yeah, fuck Mike <laughs> McDonald. Yeah, watch, watch your mouth, B. Yeah, hey, hey, and, and we're gonna talk about that shit. But yeah, all right. Uh, but uh, anyway, um, Mike McDaniel said that um, he didn't want to kick the field goal that would give them the record for highest scoring points in a game because he didn't want to embarrass the uh, the Denver Broncos. So as a, at, at, at the end of the game, they had they were in field goal range and they could have kicked mm-hmm. the field goal, whatever. Yeah, and right. instead they kneeled. Hey, bruh, three, little, three more points is not going to further embarrass the Denver Broncos. And in, more important, Denver Broncos should have been able to stop y'all. I'm breaking that record. Fuck what you're talking about. You are never scoring 70 points in a game again. Again, right, right. Why wouldn't you just break the record so that record is on you forever? Right. The Dolphins. Like, you want to, you're coaching the Dolphins. Like, that's the team that's got the undefeated record. So imagine if you would have broke that record, the scoring and the game record. Like, that Let's franchise would have the record. Two, the record like, is right now at 72. Nigga, kick that. Are you crazy? Man, yeah. you better kick that field goal and stop playing these games, yeah, man. That's better... that's so I'm not as uh, I I'll say this. I'm I'm not as like upset about it as most people are that he didn't do it. Um to me it was okay if you kick it, kick it. If you don't, whatever. I mean, you, you won the game. It's ignorance. Uh, handily, handily, you, you won the damn I ain't game. Gonna, it's you, not you, ignorance. I ain't gonna cut you off. It's not ignorance. It's just like, bruh, your it's just your excuse was stupid. The excuse. Was, I agree with that. I, I agree with that. That's a dumbass excuse. I, I agree were, with that part. You were embarrassing them. You embarrassed them at 50, when it was 56 right. at fucking in the fourth quarter. When it was 35 to what? Uh, 13, 35 yeah. to 16 or something? It's yeah. embarrassing right then. But let's be yeah. clear. It was 56 to whatever mm-hmm. at the fourth The fourth quarter had started. And mm-hmm. y'all still went and scored 14 more points. That's not embarrassing? Man, you better score that 17 points in the fourth quarter and get that record, man. Come on, man. You're never going to do that again, man. You're never going to do that again. Yeah. Because, uh, uh, see, when I, when I think about it, yeah. Like, when you think about the Dolphins, the only franchise to go undefeated 
And then Fuck all that. I'm no, I'm just saying. I'm just no. I'm just saying like to have that record, and then to possibly have the all-time scoring in a game record, like that's that's crazy. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Talking like, about Mike McDaniel as an individual. Sure. No, I get that. No, okay. I, I I get that. I'm just I'm just saying if he'd have got that record, then that that franchise would be synonymous with those two records, which are big records to have. You know what I mean? Um, I I get it from that standpoint, but I'm I'm gonna say I'm not as I'm not as angry about it as you know most people are. Like I'm not okay. mad about. It. I just think that I just think that was a misstep. I ain't mad mm-hmm. about it. I do think that was a fucking misstep. I won't I, I won't I won't say it as a misstep. I'll say like what you said. The excuse he gave for not doing it was a bit crazy. Like I, I, I'll I'll agree with no, you. No, that was stupid. I think I think him him I think him not getting making history. When it's right there in your face, is because he was aware of it. Like he he had he had to be aware. Of course he was. He had to be aware. I'm of it sorry, Trey. That's a when mis- it was happening. When history is right in your face, mm-hmm. and you don't go get history, I'm sorry, Trey. That's a misstep, bro. That's mm-hmm. a misstep. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. That's a, that is a misstep. So it's a weird cat, though. <laughs> when hey, you God. hear this, when you when you hear this dude talk, he, he he's a weird cat. But God bless. Yeah, God, good thing I don't listen to him talk. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> hey, but shout out to them Denver Broncos fans, man. Like, shout out to them, man. So I got a question. I got a question about the Broncos. And 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 we, we actually we, we got a guest coming on um in a few minutes here. Um I feel like, and I know it's three games, but I feel like if you're on that defense as a coach or coordinator and you give up 70 points to a pro team. I feel like somebody got to get that pink slip, bro. I feel like, a, and I don't, and and I don't like calling for people's jobs and stuff. And I know Vance Joseph is the D coordinator over there, you know, black man and all that. But you give up seventy, some, you feel like some something's got to change. Like something, like somebody's head got to roll for that. Nah, I, look, I, look, um, I'm not. I don't. I don't think somebody should get fired for it. I. Um, Look, man. Sometimes, sometimes it just be like that, man. I, Wait, what do you mean? Sometimes I've never seen a seventy-point no, game well, no, in the NFL sure, before. Sure. <laughs> what I'm are we ta- talking about? No, yeah, okay, yes, that's the great point. But you talking about you talking about levels? I'm just talking about sometimes you just ain't got it and you get blown out. I ain't I mean not not that bad. I get you. I'm with you there. But some uh, look. Um, because, because because that's emotion. Where where are you gonna go? Who are you gonna hire? Yeah, and that's why I said I know it's only three games yeah, like, into the yeah, year. Like most but, teams haven't even found their rhythm in three games. So I know, that, I know both of our teams know that for a fact. That right. You, that a lot of teams don't even find their rhythm to their fourth to the fourth fifth game. Right. So uh, so with wow, that is a um. Uh, that's a terrible thing that had to go through as a defensive coordinator, um, man. Uh, if this is if this is if this happened in week fourteen, I think we're having a different conversation about. If it happens in week seven, we're having a different a different conversation. But yeah. but 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 week three, I, nah, it's just early. Teams haven't became who they're like. Their finished product ain't on the field yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I don't think Denver's going to be too that much better. Just looking at what they're doing so far. Nah, but but, nah, but not 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 defensively no 
I don't think they're going to be much better. I, I don't think they're going to be. I, I don't think they're going to be as bad as they were last year. But what? Yeah. What they win like six games last year? Uh, I think they won like five, six games last year, I mean, something like that. So they'll win. Maybe maybe they'll win seven games if they get it all. If they get it all together, but um, I mean they'll still be a a, a bad team. So yeah. Well, Russ Russ has played a little bit better. Russ scored this, twenty. Russ scored twenty points when they were clearly playing. But I'm but I'm, I'm but I'm 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 talking about how he looks when he's playing. Yeah. Last year he looked bad. Sure. He, so look, he, he looks, looks bad. So, so he, he looks he looks better. He looks better through these three games. But he's and not I'm, meeting the standard. I'm not. No, of course not. No, okay. of, of course All not. Right. No, so of course not. I don't care not. about that. No. Well, I well I do because he looks so bad last year. All and, right, and, but and 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 this year you can see you can you can see the you can see the difference. Like Sean Payton is definitely you know got to him in some you know some form of fashion. It's just not. Good enough because the defense isn't good enough, and he's also not getting in the end zone. Yeah, that, that well, that too. I mean, okay, so yeah, so it's so it's not just the defense. Yeah, I get. Well, I get it's, it. it's 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 mostly the defense. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. Well, but how much they scored against Washington? They scored thirty three, and like they scored. Did they even score that much against the Commanders? Uh, thirty. What was that scored? I think that was like thirty three, and that one that was like the yeah, it was thirty three because. Remember they he, they converted the Hail Mary, right? And then they gone for two and they didn't get the two. And I know the Commanders put up thirty five. So okay, yeah, that was a that was a thirty three. And then and then they put up uh twenty something against Oakland. Uh, that was sixteen. Uh, LA, points. I'm sorry, Las Vegas, I'm sorry. Six sixteen points. Where the where the defense was good in that game. Defense was good. Offense, I would blame the offense on that game for certain. But I'm saying I'm saying all that to say this. In, in reference to Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. um, Russell Wilson is extreme. Was extreme. Was paid a lot of money to mm-hmm. be uh, to be Russell Wilson. Some some semblance of what he was in Seattle. I mean, let's be clear. We didn't know he was going to drop off like this when he came to Denver. I remember when he got traded to Denver, and we was like, "Oh, Denver might be you know something to something to play with," because mm-hmm. Russell Wilson is coming to Denver. Their quarterback issues are resolved now. That's how we treated Russell Wilson to Denver. Mm-hmm. Their issues aren't resolved in the second year. I'm not saying it is. No, 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 no. But I'm saying the expectations mm-hmm. for Denver are mm-hmm. higher, or sh- for him are higher. And yeah. then you bring in Sean Payton, who is the short quarterback whisperer. They say, um, right? And I get it. It's three games, so I don't want to super. And that's all I'm saying. It's give three me, games. Damn it! And, give me seventy to thirty, then Trey. Give me it, seventy to thirty, then. I hear you. Because in the fourth quarter, because in the fourth quarter, in the fourth quarter, yeah, it was very clear that the, the Dolphins were playing back, and it was giving them anything they wanted in in, the, in front of them. So you telling me y'all couldn't even get into the end zone when they was just giving you shit in the in front of them? They just not letting you make the big play. So that means you can methodically get up. And get a touchdown. You could methodically get up and get a, a field yeah. goal, and you would have had thirty points. And thirty points, yes, the defense let you down, but the conversation wouldn't be about both sides of the ball if you scored thirty points as opposed to twenty. But I don't think the conversation after that game was about both sides of the ball. I think everybody, for I think the first focus for everyone was. Damn, that defense just gave up 70 points. The first focus. The second focus is you should be able to score 
points. <laughs> 20 sure. points ain't going twenty points sure. ain't going to cut it when you know when you feel like you got a franchise quarterback and in the fourth quarter you know that that defense wasn't playing already. I, I, I get it. I I I get it. Yeah, I get it. That that that, that team. No, I'm not saying it is acceptable. I'm just saying that Russell Wilson looks he looks better than he did last year. Yeah, it's but just that, not. It's just right now. It's just not good enough. And I don't think that team as a whole. Is good enough right now, right? That but defense- I'm trying to kick his back in because he deserves his back to be kicked in right now. And you and I feel like, and I feel like I'm, mm-hmm. uh, that you shoot him bail. Yeah, <laughs> what kicking his back in? No, Russell Wilson deserves his fucking back kicked in. Pause. Pause. <laughs> I don't know what sound gay about him getting his Not back a- kicked in because I kick niggas in their back all the day back in my old days. So I don't know what sounds crazy that, about that. That was wild. <laughs> that was wild. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Your arm hurt how you reaching, bro. <laughs> That's not crazy. I kick right. niggas in their back all the time when I was a youngin. Hey, go ahead. Finish your point. We, got our, man, we his, got our mans on here. All right. He should be getting his back. I'm, I'm trying to fix my audio. Give me a second. <laughs> you good. Right, he, should be, he should be getting his back kicked in for being a trash-ass quarterback when he was paid to be a franchise quarterback, and it's his second year in. I get that he looks better, but until you look standard – where you can score 30 points when a team on defense is clearly not even playing you no more because yeah, they won I hear the you, game. Bro. It's nah, just bro. three games. It's just three games. It is three games. But right now, he playing like – he not meeting – I ain't going to say he playing like shit because I don't it's believe not enough. That. It's, it's not, not enough. enough. It's, it's not, not enough. It's not enough. Yeah. You need to, he need to step his game I up. I agree. I agree. step his game up, period. It's period. not enough. No, but, bail, but, no bail shot for him. But, fact, but the fact is, too, and I'll close with this, the fact is, too, uh, while it is not enough through these three games compared to last year, he looks a lot like you can see the difference in his play. He looks sure. better than he did last year. Last year, he was bad. He okay, was ass. He was ass last year. I agree with that. But it'd be one thing if you were saying it last week against the commanders. You saying that this week when they lost by fucking 20 points is asinine. It's craziness. It's craziness, Trey. I'm not talking right. about him playing better football when he got blown out by 50 points. Yeah. Well, the defense got blown out by 50 points. No, like, he as a quarterback <laughs> got to score points too. I, I get it. He wasn't winning that game. He wasn't winning that game. He wasn't winning that game. This is professional football. <laughs> sure. Professional he was not football. winning that game. I'm, that's <laughs> not my what I'm arguing. What I'm arguing is is that you got to be able to put points on the board. I hear you. I hear you. All right, I, I, he needs. He needs to. He needs to be better. I hear you. I think that's where we of can. Hearing, can y'all hear me? Yeah, I can hear you good. I can hear you. Good. We, we good. You, you're good. You're good, my uh, G. You good, my G. I'm, I'm sorry you had to walk into me screaming, bro. I, <laughs> I was not... just. I needed five seconds to realize who we were talking about. Russell. Wilson. <laughs> Russell Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> like 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 it was his fault. Nah, I'm, I'm not even gonna go there. I'm not yeah. even gonna go yeah, there because <laughs> I calmed down now. So there's no need. To, I'm, no I'm need not. To I'm not even gonna go there. We're talking about a defense that got put seventy on him, yeah. and Russell Wilson is the talk of the conversation, which so, he should be. Okay. Which he should be. So he stop painting narratives. You about to make me mad again? Why am I making you mad again? I just, just said. said. He, I said he needs to be the talk of the conversation. But Do that you hear defense, your tone, <laughs> bro. All right, go ahead. Introduce, introduce <laughs> together, bro. Because you, 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 wow. This is gonna man. become a whole con- a psychological conversation about <laughs> body language. You making it psychological? I'm not. I'm just pointing I, out some I facts. I can't help bro. what I hear, bro. All yeah. right, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, oh my god. Hey, bro. Uh, hey, Alex Burgos. <laughs> welcome back, man. Um, Appreciate just want to point. Just want to point out your resume real quick. Um, 
at RBR Boxing on Instagram and Twitter, I think, right? Um, uh, round, round by Round Boxing on Instagram, RBR Boxing on Twitter. Okay, there we go. There we go. Um, how, how's everything, man? Welcome back, bro. Excellent, man. Love to hear from you guys. Um, you know, always keeping in tune and, and seeing what you guys are up to. I love the talk. I love jumping right into a hot debate, too. So <laughs> I, I don't care. Anytime when I'm coming in, it's always spicy. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> no, it, it seems like that happens a lot. Like, I'm I, I'm normally yelling by the time somebody get in. <laughs> no, but everything is good, man. Just um, been keeping up with uh, more than just boxing these days. Um, you know, a bunch of soccer, football. Yeah, commanders, uh, man, had a had a terrible one on Sunday, man. Yeah, man. I wasn't going. I wasn't going to go straight into that. I wasn't <laughs> yeah, well, I'll tell you. So I don't know if I mentioned it last time, but I, I just became a season ticket holder mm-hmm. this season. And congrats, man. man. Well, I don't know if this is the right time to say congrats, but <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, hey, well, magic, hey, new ownership, man. No, yeah. So I jumped in right before the new ownership, so I got yeah. in like right at a great mm-hmm. time. I mean, I love my seats, the the whole vibe and everything, but I was just disappointed from top to bottom um <laughs> yeah how everything went on on sunday Not so you understand the tone deafness that i be talking about when you talking to this nigga why would it be good to have season ticket season right now on tuesday after they got that ass waxed yeah. wait, wait 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 a minute wait a minute they're two and one they got new ownership they played, one of the, they, played, they played one of the best teams in the afc like calm down like, that's the what, view what from fifteen thousand feet yeah, but down even, on the... even if I was arguing with Bills fans, which I was afterwards, talking mm-hmm. about what's your record? Two and one. What's our record? Two and one. We're not. We're not that two and one. Yeah. <laughs> we're okay. Yeah. I, I get that. I, I get that. And you had the Commanders as a playoff team, Maestro. and I still do. But right now, after they just got their what, what are we talking there, about? <laughs> right now, right now. If you'd have said this on Thursday, I'm. All right, maybe maybe the, the 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 stink of that loss is off you by maybe Thursday, Friday. On Tuesday, that stink is fresh. It's fresh. Right. Well, it's I want to go back also. I want to go back to something we were talking about in the last time I was on the show, which was Sam Howell. Who is Sam Howell? We right. Didn't right. We, were, right. we had the optimistics talking like he was the second coming because of that Cowboys game. And then, you know, people like me, I think I said it on the show, is like, we just don't know. We don't have right. a, a large enough yep. body of work. Mm-hmm. And I right. think the same rings true. If you brought me on last week, maybe we start talking, oh, you know, it seems like he might be the guy. He's not. And I'm mm-hmm. not saying he's not long-term. Right. Just right now, we can't say right. he is that guy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot to be desired just with the team in general. The offensive line, it's not just him. Offensive mm-hmm. line, um, I need a lot more from everybody. So, yeah. yep. uh, you know, if our if our defense can't win games, then we're going to have a big problem because our offense is not at the level to compete mm-hmm. with some of these better yep. teams. And so it's unfortunate, but hopefully it brings everyone back down to earth a little bit. I love the vibe and the feeling and the, the, the positivity around celebrating the team. You know, Snyder's gone and everything, new ownership. Seems like all the, the legends are coming back. And I love all that stuff, yeah. but... Mm-hmm. We're still in the infant stages of fielding a team that's going to be competitive, especially, you know, even though the Cowboys lost this weekend, we got to be honest, they're they're a really good team. Right. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. the Eagles are a notch above everyone else. So, you know, Giants, for whatever's going on with them, seem to be going into the It's season. a wrap for the Giants. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, you know, <laughs> the Commanders, you know, yeah, you love to see the comeback against the Broncos, you know, the grittiness to be able to fight and just win those ugly games like the Cardinals, like... Yeah. In years past, you don't always get that. Right. Um, so it's good to ha- it's good to be two and one versus zero oh and three 
or one and two. Right, right, so, right, right. But at the same time, let's, you know, pump the brakes a little bit, man. Like we need more from this team and it's going to take a lot, um, you know, to turn this thing around. It's not just like a couple games and we're like, oh, all right, we're playoff bound. Da, da, da. So, um, you know, I'm optimistic in the sense that going into the season, I was like, not sure. You know, I went to, to camp a couple of times and saw how and everything like that. I mean, I like what I see, but it's just like it's going to take a lot, you know, to convince me that he is the franchise guy. Like, we're not talking about Caleb Williams. You know what I mean? Like, we're not talking yeah, about nope. a guy that we're, like, already sold on. And yeah, he's going to go through his ups and downs. Like, no, he this he might not be the guy, but right. let's give him a chance. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, what I think I hear you saying, sir, <laughs> is this – this the and two and one. Look, we two and one too. I, I get it, and, and we are definitely on the worst side of two and one right now. So I'm, we in the same boat, me and you. Maybe even Baltimore, but that's another story. Um, no, we definitely not on the. We're, we're on different two and ones right now, based on based on expectations. We are different two and ones right I now. I mean, I, look, I argue with you about that later. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm with the smoke. Look, 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 cause look, don't get come on, you about to take me off topic cause psychological psychological. Cause that cause that win cause that win against Houston what I mean that win against Houston wasn't wasn't hitting on nothing. And then you lost to the Colts. So Sure. Um the Super Bowl champions last year lost to that to the Colts last year too, right? I don't know what the fuck that gotta do with they, your team. Uh, <laughs> well you, you just tell me well, about last year. Did yeah. you say about last something that happened last year? He's just saying yeah. a team can bounce back and still win the Super Bowl. Thank, thank you. Yeah, okay, thank okay. you. I thank wasn't you. getting that. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. I wasn't getting that. I'm, I'm, thank thank you, getting, Alex. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, and we, who knows? I mean, Chiefs lose to the Lions, too. We don't know. I mean, Lions look good, but we don't know what they're going to be. Let's see so, the full season. Let's right. see what that loss and, looks and, like. And can I bring up two more um, games, two more upsets over the weekend? You saw what happened to the Cowboys against the Cardinals, who everybody said was the worst team in the in the league you saw that and then you saw and and props to uh huh is that what people are saying the cardinals are the worst team in the league i mean going into the season going to the going into the season people thought that they were going to be one of the worst teams in the league after three games because i watched them yeah okay but go ahead no 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 um and then the other game the other upset from the weekend was and shout out to she's h stroud and the miko ryan's getting their first win as coach and quarterback but they beat the Jaguars ass and we have expectations for the Jacksonville Jaguars mm-hmm. to be a a playoff team to win that division no less and they got their ass whooped at home so yeah, that we... betting line was heavy in favor of the yeah. Jaguars too yeah 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 for real I mean do we think of the Jaguars any different now because of that um I don't know I, I'll say I, this. Don't. I, didn't, I didn't watch the game I'll say this I didn't watch the game Okay, that's what I'll say. I didn't watch it's, the game. They put seventeen on the Texans. Sure, but again, I didn't watch the game, so I got I got to yeah. see what happened. I, you know, sure. what I'm saying, yeah, like sure, we can draw inferences, and and maybe I'm with you just based on who I know the Jaguars to be and who I historically know the Texans to be. But right. um, you know, I got I got I got. Watch and the it. same thing applies to Dallas. Like, do we have a feeling about Dallas after them losing to the Cardinals? I don't feel any different about Dallas. Yeah, but y'all got y'all got y'all got some injuries and some deficiencies from about Baltimore before mm-hmm. uh, before all this happened. And I get that we expect Lamar Jackson to save them from all of that, but um, it's it's it may be. And again, only three games. It may be mm-hmm. um, 
a little realistic to think that, hey, man, I can't save y'all through all this. Y'all might got to get me some help. Well, they got him help. They, they got him help. Well, they, they made attempts. I'm, I, yeah, I'm with you. J.K. Dobbins being injured is a, is a problem. You're like, that's the issue. That's a tough right. void to fill. But, right. but that injury, and, th- and it's nobody's fault, I'm just saying, mm-hmm. but that injury does put Lamar Jackson back into a, uh, a situation where he may have to do a little more than he wants to do. I think it's not just the Dobbins injury and sure. just to kind of go through the list. So before the game um that injury list got longer like justice hill yeah being out for the game like that was kind of a shock to me because i didn't expect him to i didn't know i didn't know we got hurt Let, let's let's put it there i didn't know yeah. we got hurt um beckham i knew he was there was gonna sit and i thought the whole i thought the whole beckham you know yeah, sitting sir, for this host. game was the team not respecting the colts and i and i and i tweeted this i don't know if you saw my tweet before the game, but I said this was a this was a precautionary. This was them protecting Odell Beckham for at Cleveland, at Pittsburgh, playing the Titans in London. Like those are our those are our next road games, right? Mm-hmm. And I just thought this team doesn't respect the Colts. They're just going to sit these guys out, try to get this win against a bad team, and then we go through the tough part of the schedule. And then we got players on defense added to the injury list. We we lost a couple of guys during the game on, you know, on defense. We lost Rashad Bateman in the second half. Like we 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 had guys dropping throughout this game, not to make excuses, um, but to get to my get to get to my point about the running back situation. Um, bro, they 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 scared to play um Kenyon Drake and Melvin Gordon. They, they they scared to play those guys. And 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 I don't know if you watch the game, but you can you you can tell with the play calling, you can tell that they they called more design runs for Lamar than they did the previous week against Cincinnati because we had Gus Edwards healthy, we had Justice Hill and oh Gus, I forgot to mention Gus too. Gus uh was in um concussion protocol. Mm-hmm. So we that's why Gordon got 10 carries. That's why Kenyon Drake ended up getting 11 carries. And he had that fumble that I thought changed the whole complexion of the game in that first quarter, whatever. But they they're scared to play those guys. And the way Melvin Gordon runs the ball, like every time the dude touches the ball, like I have to hold my breath because I think he's going to fumble and stuff. So. Well, but yeah, it's a bad loss. Yeah, it's a bad loss. Terrible, terrible. Um, and, and sorry, Lamar, I'm sorry me, we had to put you through that, bro. I'm, I'm sorry because I really yeah. had a, I really had a question about the commanders. Well, <laughs> hey, if you got if you got some input, Alex, go ahead, put your input in. But I'm just because you know we were supposed to be talking about this before you got yeah. on. No, no, no. I I just I would say you know because you know more than I do regarding the Ravens. I mean, yeah. those guys are are supposed to fill those voids though the the Drakes right and the the Gordons. And so I think that's what separates the the good teams from the great teams, the bad teams from the not so good teams, whatever it is. Um, it's mm-hmm. like next man up. You know, you got to, especially when you have guys, those are notable guys. Yeah. Right. They, they got to be able to step up and maybe they need a couple of weeks, whatever the Ravens need to get comfortable with them um, on that level, on that scale. So you would hope to see that if you're a Ravens fan, because yeah, you can't go back to Lamar just being. 1A, 1B, 1C, you know, he's the right. option. Being the leading rusher, that. right? Like, right. we can't go back to that. Right. So you would hope that they, they get to speed pretty quickly. And, uh, you know, I mean, 
I guess it might be one of those games. Okay, if we're talking in ten weeks, let's see what happens. Um, you know how the dice, you know, roll and and where the Ravens sit, and they're looking back on this game like, damn, we should have won that one. Now it's mm-hmm. a make or break. Exactly. Yep. Know, exactly. So, exactly. Um, th- those are the types of games that always get me with the the Commanders, Redskins, whatever you want to call them. Um, that it's always you know looking back and it's like man now we're like sitting like seven and seven or like we're on that mm-hmm. fence and like we yeah. could have won those two games or we we could have been more competitive and done different things so um yeah it, it just remains to be seen i mean i think look obviously the ravens fan base the, the steelers fan base when we were talking about the two and ones you guys just have different expectations and, and rightfully so right, <laughs> right. what the commanders have and oh, you yeah. expect a little bit more at this point which is fair that's why I like, even though I'm I'm giving people shit at the end of the Bills game, you know, they're like, you know, one and celebrating like they won the Super Bowl. We're we're two and one, they're two and one, but it's a different two. And one. That, yeah. that, that's something that, I I agree. So how long and your how many okay, let me throw a scenario at you. Uh next five games, and I don't know your schedule in the next five games, but let's say uh you go two and three. How long is it going to take for the whole uh, mystique of new ownership and all those things? How long is it before we get to straight football with the commanders, in your opinion? Yeah, I mean, I don't expect to win against the Eagles Thursday night at the Bears at home. Uh, I expect to <laughs> to win that one. You so, better beat the Bears. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, now, does that leave us in a great spot? No, but okay, we're being, you know, realistic here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, obviously, we beat the, the Eagles last year, but I think the one thing that you didn't mention there with the, you know, the mystique of everything is we still have that one hanging thread, which not everyone was super happy with, myself included, in that Ron Rivera is still the head coach. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he's the, you know, the guy selecting the players. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, buddy mine saying, you know, you, you have the GM role, the coach's role. When you have your team now three, four years in the making, you've made those decisions to to fill those gaps with the players that you want. You know, a lot of times people come in and like, oh, you know, he took over someone else's team or he's doing what he can with that team, et cetera, et cetera. This is Ron Rivera's making. So you can't you can't be getting beat the way that they got beat on Sunday. I don't expect them to beat the Bills. I yeah. expect them to be competitive. Right. And field a team that doesn't look like they're playing, you know, uh, you know, JV football, high school football. Yeah, I mean, they, no, they it was bad. It was bad. Lost. It they was bad. Lost. And that's top to bottom. Mm-hmm. Uh, be enemy as well. So now yeah. what I would like to see is be enemy become the coach. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. when I'm talking about, you know, the mystique or whatever, I think people should still be optimistic and happy because I think regardless of a, a Super Bowl run, Ron Rivera is not, not that guy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I just, and no knock on him. Seems like a, a very nice guy. Maybe he can fill that role of, you know, you know, maybe front office a little bit better if he steps away from being the head coach, et cetera, et cetera. He picked the enemy. You know, he wants to give him that opportunity. I like all that. Yeah. But in the role as the head coach, I just do not think. And let's be honest. I love Taylor Heineke. Heineke saved his ass yeah. on multiple mm-hmm. occasions. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, if I were him, I, I don't appreciate the way that he was treated towards the end. I mean, I think he earned his spot to be that that quarterback and whatever. That's water under the bridge. but. I just think, yeah, regardless of how the next few weeks go, I think that, um, you know, barring some kind of five, six, seven game run, uh, and now we're like the, <laughs> looking like the strongest team in the NFC East. I mean, whatever it is, I just don't think that he's that guy or that fans are really rallying around him being that guy because, um, you know, year four, 
I mean, you got to do better than what you did last week. And um, yeah, it, it's time to look towards who the next person is going to be to lead this team. And I think, um, you know, for me, it's obvious the enemy yeah, should be that yeah, guy. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's been like the plan the whole time, though. I think so too. Right. But what I find tough is like, do we ride out the Ron Rivera, you know, regime and like time as head coach respectfully? Yeah. Or does he or get just the fire him? You know yeah, what I mean? Like, right. and then it's like, oh, wait a minute. It was supposed to be like a baton handoff. Yeah. Not a, you know, the, the, I'm here to replace you. Yeah. And then I'm here to replace. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like that, that might rub people a little bit the wrong way too, depending yeah. on how the season goes. Yeah. Um, I think, um, I, I think if, there is a parting of the ways. I think it should be at the end of the year. Like I think Ron Rivera should be given a chance to coach this football team this year. And then depending on how it shapes out, then that baton needs to be passed over to EB. But I'm looking at your schedule here and you got some winnable games on the schedule, bruh. I mean, home against the bears at the Falcons at the giants um, with the, with the Eagles game in there in between there, like, Mm -hmm. That's a stretch where you can go three and one right there. Yeah, I mean divisional games. I don't care if the Giants are winless. You know, yeah, it wouldn't matter, right? Wouldn't that, matter. Yeah, that's and true. That's, that's, that's always going to be a hard game. Um, so then, again, I don't go in with this expectation of oh yeah, we're going to dominate. We're gonna... look. I, I would have thought they would have put on a better performance against the Cardinals. Absolutely. But, you know, on paper, and then another mm-hmm. thing happens, and now we're looking at the Cardinals. Okay, they could compete even without Kyler Murray. Um, they beat the Cowboys, you know what I mean? It is what it is. So you got to take it week by week. I mean, maybe yeah. Justin Fields has this, you know, tremendous game that we've never seen before, because obviously that always happens with the commanders or yeah. I say DC teams in general, man. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we're always like the, the historical <laughs> night for some other team. Right. Um, so you just never know, man. You never know. Uh, shit. I hope it, it's a better, um, you know, environment and a better, I, there were so many Bills fans there on Sunday, man. Mm. I'll be there Thursday night mm. for, the, for the Bears and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see, man. I, I don't have super high expectations, but I hope it's, it's better than, you know, like Carson Wentz Thursday night. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, that's the, right. that's the thing too. That one more, and one more point before we get to boxing, but you, you mentioned something about a lot of Bills fans being in that stadium and that's been a problem for, yeah, a number of years, the past few years, you know, mm-hmm. under Dan Snyder and stuff. So, you know, getting fans back in that building like yourself with the season tickets and stuff, um, and they start winning again, then you know more of these games are going to be you know ninety percent Commanders fans. That's the hope, right? Right. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, and yeah, you definitely saw that. You know, selling of the tickets and all that stuff to Bills fans. And mm-hmm. look, I mean. If you're selling me the the dream of, oh, you get shorter lines because you're a, a gold member and this and that, and it's just like a free-for-all when you're walking into the stadium and it's Sheesh. 90% Bills fans versus, you know, I mean, it's, yeah. just, it's stupid. It's stupid. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you would hope to see however that gets fixed for it to happen, you know, sooner rather than later. Wins, man. Wins, my brother. Wins. Wins. Wins normally does it. Yeah. Um, I got one more little shady point before we go to boxing, man, because <laughs> I want Ron Rivera fired like you. Um, I mean, it, I don't know. I, I don't want him. Not that I want him fired. I just, I, you know, I, the parting of ways needs to happen. I'll stand on the hill. I want him fired. Put him, put him up <laughs> in the front <laughs> office. I kick him. <laughs> kick him. You know why I don't even want him in front office? Because he talked too much. He talks way too much. Mm. He be, like, and, and me, I'm a stickler. I, I do enjoy some good old honesty. But some of the stuff he be saying in press conferences is like, 
Uh, well, I would have been played Sam Howell if I'd have known he was this good. Mm-hmm. Uh, or what was the incident during the uh, preseason, Maestro? Where, uh, um, you know, I'm talking about Alex. But... Yeah, but I would say that was a little bit of clickbait because a lot of people were reacting to the headline, which was Rivera says players uh, oh, complaining, with, yeah. mm-hmm. complaining about BNB being BNB, yeah, right, right. Yeah, BNB yep. being too strict. But if you read into the the, the quote and the you know, in its totality. And yeah. what he was saying was like, yeah, players weren't ready for that level of, but they liked that, you know, the enemy was so, it was something more along those lines as opposed Got to him just mm-hmm. throwing culture him change. under the bus. And, right, yeah. culture change type things. Right. But he also didn't know he was in a playoff race last year. And that, they, yeah, stuff like that is yeah. annoying. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like, all right, so it's either you're going to be in the, it's because if you're going to promote him or give him, you know, relieve him of coach duty so he could do more office stuff, then he can't do interviews no more. That That's all <laughs> I'm saying. It's just not a good look. I was having that conversation with a fan the other day, and I'm like, bro, you're not going to sit here and tell me. I get it. Honesty, all those things. There are certain honesties and certain truths that don't need to be in the media, bro. It's just it's just no way to slice it. It's no way. It's no way you need to... Let people know that you didn't know that y'all was that y'all was still in the playoff race. It's just certain things like that. Um, the whole uh, Sam Howell thing. Look, it. I, I get it that and 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 maybe your intention was to be like, oh, you know, we really believe in Sam Howell. It's just messy. It's just messy, useless shit that you don't have to say. Right. And and and, and you got as if y'all don't got it. Like y'all just got off of a big negative media trend. You're adding. Maybe little flickers, but you're adding to the negative media train of shit that people could talk about when they need to be focusing on football. That that be my only issue around with her. I don't want him to coach no more. I don't want him to be in front of a podium no more. Um, and more than that, I want Eric Bieniemy to be coaching. In order for him to be coach, somebody got to get fired. So I want him yeah. gone. Yeah. I want him gone. I'm ready for the, I'm ready for the turn. Like yeah, you know, like let, yeah. let's go ahead. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you, bro. Hey man, uh, let, let's let's talk about this upcoming uh, fight this weekend, man. Yes. Uh, marquee matchup, man. Um, give us your thoughts about uh, these two cats right here, uh, Charlo versus Canelo. Yeah, man, it's an exciting fight. First time ever, uh, you see you know two undisputed four belt holders, um, you know, meeting to fight each other. Obviously, there's the whole commemorative belt that the WBC is doing as well. Um, you know, Charlo jumping up two weight classes. I will say, I don't think the size is as much of a, a serious issue as maybe some people might lead you to believe. I think with Jamal Charlo being, um, you know, a weight class above a 160 pound or a middleweight, that's kind of deterred Jermel from going yeah. up. So he's obviously got the frame to be a middleweight. So, you know, maybe just going up one and, and Canelo's not the biggest guy either. So I think size wise shouldn't be a big of an issue. Now, I'm not taking away from if Charlo wins the historical implication of jumping up two weight classes. What I'm yeah. saying is I don't see him like being dwarfed or or the size being an issue um, for him. That shouldn't be a reason why we point to at the end of the fight and be like, man, if he was just a little bit bigger or, or right. if he was faster, or this or that. I don't think those are the the, the ins and outs or the X's and O's that are going to win him the fight. Um, but it's an exciting fight. Uh, Canelo being, you know, top five pound for pound on most people's lists, mm-hmm. uh, all the, you know, the ESPNs and the uh, ring magazines and all those um, transnational boxing rankings, all those like, you know, they have him ranked. He's one of the best. Now he's coming off a performance against John Ryder that was not his best. Mm-hmm. So now it's the question of, you know, past 30, is he on the way down? Um, I think one of the big issues is he's treating weight classes like, you know, it's nothing. 
And yeah. you've seen it time and time again. You can't keep on going up and down, fighting good competition, fighting bigger fighters, and expect your body not to take a toll. Now, he said going into this on the first presser, hey, I feel better than I ever have. I don't have any nagging injuries or or things that are really hindering me in training. So I would hope that we'll see a, a Canelo Alvarez with the fluidity, the movement, and the activity that we saw maybe in like the Daniel Jacobs fight. Um you know, if that Canelo shows up, then um, it's going to be really tough for Jamel Charlo, who, you know, with only one loss under his belt is a, a top, top fighter, top 10, arguably, mm. and um, has accomplished a tremendous amount at 154 pounds. But it's interesting, man. It's interesting. You don't, um, you know, I think the knock sometimes from fans, too, is you don't see Canelo against young African-American fighters either. Right. So it's right. that stylistic matchup sometimes. Exactly. Um, there's a fighter by the name of Tim Zhu that fought from Australia that fought uh, Terrell Gaucher not too long ago. But I remember going into that fight. It's like Zoo was like taking people by storm. He was knocking everyone out. He's from mm-hmm. Australia. You don't fight that type of guy. You know what I mean? And it, so like. I showed his move a little different. I, I yeah, showed his move a little came different. In and yeah. got knocked down in the first yeah, round. You know right. What I mean? like, and it was like, oh, wait a minute. You know what I mean? But sometimes it takes something like that. So if you're not used to that. So stylistically and matchups wise, I think that's uh, a cool and uh, interesting tidbit that maybe some people aren't, um, you know, comfortable talking about, but it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I agree. I, I like it. Um, so now Canelo is athletic and and can do different things as well. And the fights that we've seen him lose, I think, like the Bivol fight, I don't think Jermel Charlo can fight that fight and be the physically more imposing guy and push him back with his jab. I just don't, I don't know that he's going to be able to do that. But there are maybe little tidbits that you can look at um, in certain fights, things that Gennady Golovkin did. Um, in the first fight or second fight, um, you know, more, more so the first fight, maybe that might have bothered Canelo and, and, you know, how Bivol won that fight and things like that. So there's things to look at. I mean, interesting, super interesting on paper. Yeah. So tell me about, uh, look, I, I think I think most people got Canelo coming out to be victorious. So tell me about some things that Charlo can do uh, strategically to uh, pull the upset if, if emphatically is an upset, which I think we all believe it to be. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the things from my perspective uh, for Canelo is that the knock on him has historically been, for the most part, his stamina. Mm-hmm. So can you, you know, if you're Charlo, can you fight at a, a pace uh, and push the action maybe a little bit to get Canelo to seven, eight, nine, where now he starts to fade a little bit? Mm-hmm. He might be a little more gassed. And can he take what Canelo's bringing back at him? You know, obviously, like, taking punches from a bigger man is always going to be tricky as well. We don't know, you know, how he's going to, um, you know, respond to that, but he's taken some big punches, you know, from guys, Castaño being one, a, a puncher that can, can really uh, throw hands and, and, you know, Charlo was able to handle that. And so um, it, it just depends on the type of fight that Jamel Charlo wants to fight. I don't think he does anything exceptionally well. Right. Um, he does everything really good. Right. And does it at a, a high level, right. not great. And the the one thing, the the thing that we can't really measure because we've never seen him fight a guy like this big, you know, 168 pounder, is his power. Will his power travel from 154 okay. pounds to 168 pounds? Right. If he goes in there and he's able to buzz Canelo early, then we're talking, oh, okay. Well, he may feel a little bit better going in and, and going on the attack and really pushing Canelo back with his jab and being more offensive minded. Um, I think reaction wise, uh, agility movement, you know, Charlo can give Canelo problems um, Mm -hmm. much the way that, you know, some other fighters have done in the past 
even uh, Caleb Plant um, being a right. slick fighter, head movement. Um, now, again, Charlo is not, you know, you don't, when you think of him, you don't think, oh, yeah, he's got this or he's got that. He's got really good power, you know, really good athleticism, movement, uh, the technical aspects. Um, Nothing elite, though. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's hard. It's hard to think, OK, is he going to be able to, you know, keep Canelo at bay with the jab all fight and then set up something powerful and knock him out? I, you know, if I had to bet, you know, I'd bet on Canelo. Yeah. Um, it's the minus 350 money line for him. Uh, he went in as a minus 475 against Bivol. So it's lower than that fight. Um, but, you know, I mean, it, it remains to be seen which version of Canelo we see. And like I said, if he comes in looking like he did against Daniel Jacobs, it's going to be a tough night for Charlo. Because uh, because that Canelo was uh, on his A game. He didn't really fade. And, um, you know, obviously that has to do with opposition as well. But I think Charlo can can push the action a little bit more and see, hey, you don't have to bank all maybe all of those early rounds. But if you feel like, hey, I am powerful enough to hurt this guy, let's see what happens in round mm, seven, eight, seven, nine. Right. Um, you don't have to really blow your load early. Uh, it's not go for broke. Awesome. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> but, but also there's always the aspect of you when you fight a guy like Canelo or the cash cow of boxing, any of these guys, can I win a, a you know, fight on the scorecards? Can I win a decision? So I don't know how much that factors into their game plan, but mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you're like, you got to knock him out to get a draw. Um, you know what I mean? So yeah, it, yeah, it just depends. Yeah. Now yeah. The, the, the corruption and the, the, that stuff aside, Sometimes we can eyeball it. We can look at a fight and be like, okay, he definitely won that fight. That right. might also, you know, follow that storyline. So as long as I see a fight where I'm like, oh, okay, well, Charlo won that, that that's what I'll say. Charlo won it. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I just don't know that he can he can do enough in that sense. But I'd like to see, can his power buzz Canelo? And, and can he get his respect? And then maybe do some of these things where he's walking um, supposedly, quote unquote, the bigger man down. Yeah, yeah. So Canelo wins uh, so if if let's say he's on his b plus game b game mm-hmm. how long does it take for him to win this fight or does he knock shallow out i don't i don't think he at all right yeah i don't think he's gonna knock charlo out i think right. um you know it might be a decision you know a comfortable one perhaps but i don't i don't really see it being one where he's like yeah you know he gets him into the later rounds and knocks him out i think charlo takes a good punch and um, up to this point, obviously against smaller opposition, um, he's he's looked well, you know, into the later rounds. Right now, there's been a couple times where he's been buzzed or whatnot. But yeah, I don't I don't really see an issue with him getting knocked out. Now, again, against a bigger guy, maybe taking Canelo's punch. If you mm-hmm. take something clean, we'll have to mm-hmm. see. We'll have to see what happens. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. Uh, he's he's generally like like you said, he does everything good charlo he does everything mm-hmm. good so I, mm-hmm. I agree with you that he probably not gonna get knocked on and probably will go a decision um and and by the way i do got canelo but that's why i'm gonna bet on charlo <laughs> <laughs> yeah i got i got charlo man um I, I haven't watched a lot of his previous fights but i'm i'm amazed at his record 32 wins 22 knockouts um this that's is racism uh, you said this is racism this is a this racism, is racism pick Yes, this is racism. <laughs> it's cool, bro. It's cool. I'm just, I'm just, I'm not gonna lie though. <laughs> he got a problem with this. He be having a problem with this. He be wanting quarterbacks that don't really need to play to play because. But hey. you know what? You know what? I like, I like the fact when you, you know, and and if it's not like overly biased. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. You go into a yeah. fight. 
if I go into a fight, first of all, you don't see many Peruvian Salvadorian fighters. You know, right. Very few. And if I go in and I see a guy fight, I don't know the other. I'm, I'm, of course, yeah. I'm really, mm-hmm. damn right. You're yeah, damn nothing right. against the other guy, but yeah, absolutely. A game or or whatever it is, like. All the time. Built-in bias a little yes, bit. Yes, yes. I'm not going to hold yeah. it against Canelo, yes. Canelo's a legend. Like, I'm not <laughs> trying to, you know, hey, man, what just, he's done. I was just trying to make yeah. you uncomfortable, bro. That's yeah. all. I was just trying yeah. to make you I, I was not uncomfortable. <laughs> that was not, hey, hey, I appreciate you giving me a good laugh right there. But, <laughs> um, but look, man, 66% knockout rate. Um, I, I'm, I'm going with Charlo on this one, man. Don't give me stats though, because don't give me stats, because that's not why you're going with them. It's not. Huh? It's not why you going with them. Well, it can't be part of why I'm going with them. It's not the reason. You just try it's, to. It's, it's a. It's I'm, a reason. It's a. It's a. It's a reason. It's not the reason. Going with Charlo, regardless. Yeah. So. yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah, that's it's a fact. it's it's a reason. I'm and putting my yeah, money on Charlo. Black. I'm with you. I'm putting he my black. money. Yeah, Look, I'm going I'm with him. I'm going with him. I'm rooting for him. Yeah, I'm putting my money on Charlo, even though I got Canelo. So let's be clear. I, mm-hmm. Look. I'm with you. I'm just. I'm. I'm just saying. Hey, hey, I, hey, I put money up there with you, bro. All right. Yeah. Did you put money? Oh, hey, did you put I money on Chicago? Home. I did not put money on Chicago yet. But hey, hey let me but, put, let me let me just let me just put you on. Uh huh. I'm because because he don't know. So we both made, uh, I guess, hot take predictions for the season. Mm-hmm. He predicted at, before the season started that Chicago would win the division. Uh, I made a prediction that Buffalo Bills would miss the playoffs. Now, I put my little $20 on there. I put my little $20 on the odds because I, I didn't know how to find it. Trey told me how to find it. I found it, put my little $20 down. If I win, it's, it's, it's going to be a little, you know what I mean, a little bit of loot. Right. Um. I was definitely, and that, that's why that was another reason why I picked the Commanders to upset last week. Um. But mm. yeah. But hey. But I still have to put the money down, and with the way Chicago's looking right now, them odds is getting so that's much. That's true. That's true. So I'm that's still gonna put it up. I'm that's still true. gonna put the money up. That's true. So that's true. All right. All so right. I, what I was gonna say is the one guy I would take who's smaller against Canelo and it's an argument starter for a lot of people is Terrence Crawford. Mm. I've been, I've been take I've been saying Terrence Crawford is the best pound for pound fighter yeah. for five years. I mean, anytime you would talk to me, he's just, and, and people argue his resume, his, this, his, that. Yeah. If you watch and cover, I'm not saying I cover, you know, longer or more than it. I've been covering. Now you qualify, bro. Talk your shit. For 10 years. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, during the last fight I was covering in DC when Tank fought um, in January, you know, I got to see a lot of people that are cross country people that don't really come to this side often. So it's great to chop it up with people. But, you know, we got into a bunch of conversations where it's like, who would, at that point, it was who would win Crawford Spence. Right. For me, it was always Crawford. It was always Crawford. Crawford's always. And, and what I'm getting at is if you watch, you know, them fight, if you see his style, you just, you don't need to see him. Obviously you want to, but you don't, yeah. I don't need to see him fight every welterweight ever. I know by looking at him, that eyeball test, mm-hmm. this man is a mm-hmm. legendary once in a generation yeah. fighter. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm sorry, but yeah, I, I take him over Canelo. I take him over Jamel Charlo. I take him over Jamar. Jamal I- I say that I take him over Tyson Fury. I take him over people a hundred pounds heavier than him. Yeah. I, 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 I look. I learned my Hogan. Yeah, look. Uh, <laughs> whoever you 
long as it's in a boxing <laughs> ring, long as, he, long as you can't grab, as long as it's a boxing match. No, you know what's scary is yeah. like he's a high level like grappler too. Yeah. His kids are wrestlers, and he's got a wrestler. Man, put him in the octagon. Yeah, somebody I, real quick. Yeah, I got. Yeah, look, that ass whooping he gave Earl Spence. I look, I I, I said never again. Never again would I better. Yeah, get you, you put your money up on that, right? I, I lost money on that. I said, the Errol yeah. Spence, I still want my seventy five dollars. G. Like, yeah, I made a, I made a nice, uh, nice little winning that night on Terrence Crawford. But yeah. look, I mean, it was it, you know on paper you you think these two guys are you know they could go either way, and you know much respect to Spence. I mean, sure, sure, too, but, sure. Um, but man, Terrence Crawford is just cut from a different cloth, and so. When, when you yeah. talk about if, if that fight were to ever happen, Trey, I'm, I'm with you 100%. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, the Black Coalition will adopt me for that night. And uh, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're making some money on Terrence Crawford. Yeah. That night. No, that don't night. worry. I, I ain't betting against Terrence Crawford no more in his career. No more. <laughs> it ain't happening. It ain't happening. Yeah, man. So yeah. That, that would be one. And, and to kind of bring it back to the Charlo and Canelo thing, you mm-hmm. know, Crawford, was jabbing with Jermel Charlo that night because, you know, Charlo and Spence are trained by, um, you know, the same trainer. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, th- that's kind of on the horizon, whether or not he wins or not. Uh, and then, you know, Derek James being, you know, like I said, uh, Charlo and Earl Spence's trainer. I mean, he's kind of like hanging in the balance there. What's going to happen? Is there going to be a Crawford Spence rematch, you know, different things like that, that are going on. And so is this like a rematch of sorts for him mm-hmm. um, or, um, you know, maybe getting some get back just on the, the grand scale of boxing, being able to beat or have your fighter beat a top yeah, guy in right. Canelo and then see what happens with a Crawford fight. So there's a lot of like different little, you know, storylines and strings that are attached to this one. But uh, shout out to Derek James because he's an amazing trainer too. Yeah. You, you know, if you let other people tell, they'll start shitting on you when you start losing or whatever. But he's an, he's an amazing trainer. Yeah, I agree. So what's the um, rumor mill on this second fight with uh, Earl Spence and Bud Crawford that I don't need to see, but I'd watch it if it happened again? Yeah, I think it's just a matter of like weight and, you know, just what what fight at what level at what weight makes sense for Spence. And, um, you know, Crawford, obviously, the world is his oyster at this point. I mean, you yeah. could he could retire. He could move up. He could stay there. I mean, he could do whatever he wants. I'd love to see him challenge himself. And, and it seems like that's the type of thing that uh, he needs just to get on um, a level where people are like, oh. He is that dude, right? Like, you know what I mean? Because, like I said, he could fight anyone, and you're just going to see him be the same type of high level boxer fighter. He's just incredible. So, you know, whether he keeps on fighting the David Avenisians of the world and some of these other guys that he's fought, you know, obviously we don't need to see that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. right. for what it's worth, you know, I really don't want to see a Spencer match, but it's his right. So, right. If right. They can figure out, you know, he needs to put in writing that, hey, he can't make the weight anymore. He's going to move up to 154, which I think longevity-wise, if he's going to keep on fighting, it makes more sense for him anyways. So if you're going to do the rematch and you can get it to work, do it at 154. If not, I mean, we don't need to see it. Crawford, move on and and let's see. The unfortunate part of this fight coming up, the uh, Canelo-Charlo one, is that, you know, Charlo would be a great fight for Crawford. Crawford. But then, like, who knows knows how this one pans out, you know, if he wants a longer break after the Canelo fight or if he wins – I mean, it just kind of throws a bunch of different things in the air. But, yeah, I mean, Crawford moving up would be interesting to fight, you know, anyone at at, at 54, at 60. Um, 
if you really want to challenge yourself. So it's interesting, man. It's interesting. You're always going to find people that are going to try to poke holes in his accomplishments, like I said, um, you know, because of his resume and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, he's just, he's incredible. And so if it's not that Spence rematch, which maybe contractually he has to do, then right. let's see what what other fights he can do to challenge himself, um, you know, against some of these other guys. All right, I got one more question, my guy. Oh, did, was you about to say something, Trey? Yeah, I was just going to ask um, Tyson about Tyson Fury because he's got a fight coming up um, later next month also, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, what, what's your thoughts about that one? Yeah, I mean, I think it's more like, you know, sideshow and, mm. you know, just trying to bring eyeballs, whatever. It's kind of like the YouTube stuff. It's not the, yeah, it's not the marquee matchup. Yeah. Who is even good in heavyweight boxing right now? Well, he's fighting the, you know, Francis and and Gano, and Gano, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not really like oh, it's, not, it's like a Mayweather. It's like a Mayweather. Oh, 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 oh! I thought I, mean? I thought I thought you knew about some fight that I didn't know about. Oh no, no, no okay. No, no. I mean, so the fight that should be happening or that people want to see is to unify the heavyweight division in Alexander Usyk and um, uh-huh. and Tyson Fury. So that that would be all the belts mm-hmm. there, and then. You figure Usyk is obviously the guy that beat Anthony Joshua twice. Right. Um, you know, at one point they're talking about doing a, a wilder Joshua, Joshua. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Usyk fight on the same card in the same night in Saudi Arabia, which Shit. would be yeah. incredible. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, yeah, it's about get... time for Joshua to come back. It's about that time, right? Yeah. Well, he just fought I mean, he... like a month ago. Yeah, no, he had a couple. He's had oh, a he couple did. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. He's had a couple of victories. I was actually in London um, in May to see him fight. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's looked decent and then, mm-hmm. he, you know, he just got another victory recently, um, against a late substitute in Robert Hellenius too. So, I mean, um, the fight, it has to be the, the one is Fury and Usyk and they just can't come to terms and this and that, and you'll see them point fingers at each other all day. So if it ever happens, yeah, hopefully it's within the next year or so. And then we'll see who, you know, who's the man at heavyweight. Tell me about my last question is tell me about what's going on in the likes of in the in the soap opera that is Shakur Stevenson, Javante Davis, Devin Devin Haney. I'm leaving somebody out. Um Yeah, well Devin Haney's lined up to fight Regis Progre. Uh-huh. Um so I mean that's an incredible fight. Uh Regis Progre, uh, more of a veteran than any of those other younger guys. I'll tell you what, for my money um because bud is on his way out you know so until he retires but shakur i'm not betting and put put shakur on your terrence crawford list yeah never never bet against shakur stevenson shit okay never and i'm talking i'm talking about devin haney i'm talking about tank i'm talking about you know obviously ryan garcia from whoever whoever, what about that uh, cat from philly ennis ennis Jerron Ennis. Yeah, well, no, Jerron Ennis is a 147-pounder. Gotcha, so, gotcha. Um, that, that would be the fight that he's calling for is obviously the Terrence Crawford fight because he's a mandatory for one of the, the, the sanctioning bodies. Gotcha. And so he wants to be that next fight. But it's like one of these fights is just like two different, you know, for as good as Boots is. Levels. Looks looks incredible, yeah. But it's like Crawford is already there. Yeah. We don't know about Jerron Ennis yet. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Now, does he look like he's the goods? Yes. Absolutely. But he's that next generation. Let's pump the brakes a little bit. Sometimes, um, you know, sometimes you just jump into things that that are too much too soon. Fernando Vargas comes to mind when he fought Tito Trinidad. It's like sometimes you, you're too tough for your own good or you think you can take on too much for your own good. So mm. I'd like to see maybe boots against the next generation. And there's there's some good fights um, for him. But I think he could be that type of generational talent. Also, gotcha. you just gotcha. got to give mm. him time. But 
But in terms of Shakur, man, woof, him versus um, I mean, him versus Devin Haney, him versus Tank, um, any one of these guys would be incredible. But it's just those aren't the fights that we're going to get. And I don't know if we do get them anytime soon. Maybe Haney uh, and Shakur, but Haney's, you know, against Progre, he's got a real fight. Yeah. So, yeah. Then Teofimo as well. Teofimo Lopez showed that, you know, against Josh Taylor. Hey, he can come back. He was looking iffy for a while after right. the Cambosis fight. Doesn't look like his head is all there. Um, but then he comes back and does that and, and beats a guy that, you know, uh is is a top pound for pound fighter, was undefeated, um, and for all intents and purposes was the best fighter at 140 pounds. So mm-hmm. um it's tough. It's tough. That that whole crop right there is gonna be really interesting to see if they actually do fight each other, but um there's a fight for Shakur that fell apart in Frank Martin that right. Frank Martin being a guy in, in Errol Spence's uh, camp and actually promoted by him, but also trained by Derek James. Um, so, you know, high level guy, really good fighter as well, but for whatever reason they can't, that boxing always gets in its way in its yeah. own way yeah. uh, because mm-hmm. you know, the promotional companies and the fact that they can't make these things. So I don't like to get into the money talk and all this stuff. And that's one of the things that the Shakur and Frank Martin thing was, Oh, he's asking for more money. He wants 50, 50, this and that, whatever yeah. it is, man, y'all couldn't mm-hmm. make it happen, but for what it's worth, Shakur Stevenson for me, man. I would yeah. be pissed. I would be pissed if I was up and coming in that weight class and had to do it. <laughs> yeah, because mm. you're not winning a title. You're not winning That's a title. You better move up. You better move down. You better do something where you don't have to fight this guy. All right. I heard yeah. it. I, I heard it from. I heard it from the That's person crazy. that I yeah. trust. You the guy that I trust. <laughs> I've been hey. listening to other people talk, and that's cool. I'm like, I, I hear you. I hear you. But I don't know you and I don't like you. So I'm rolling with my mans. <laughs> and hold on, before uh, I get the home the hometown people, oh, you know, Tank is from Baltimore. I love Tank. Sure. I covered, sure. I covered his first fight as a mm-hmm. professional and I've covered him up until now. I love Tank. Tank sure. is, you know, one A, one B maybe in, in and around those guys. Side before. note, but speaking of Tank, side note, I'm at the MVA in Glen Burnie one Saturday. Oh, yeah. And um looking over to the where the people sitting you know waiting to get called up and i'm looking i'm like you know like tank right there <laughs> and I, you know i ain't think nothing of it i'm not the kind of guy that's you know starstruck or you know walking behind columns to see if it's really that person or not i'm not that kind of guy so i'm just like i right, you know if it's him it's him and then um i see him walking with two of his boys you know look like you know two bodyguards whatever and it was him it it, it, it was tank in the MVA in Glen Burnie, um, the lady behind the kiosk was like, hey, I want to get a picture with you. So, you know, she walked out with him and the bodyguards. They took their picture and then she came back in and then she, you know, helped me whatever she was helping me with, whatever. So just Thank a side you. note. So then, <laughs> yeah. sure, you should have told them to holler at you, man. <laughs> I, you know, it's a funny story. His manager, well, at the time, I don't know if he's still his manager, but. Um, was working with him. This is when Mayweather and Maidana fought. Uh, they were doing like a press tour uh, in D.C. And, you know, Tank was still uh, yeah. pretty virtually unknown uh, and hadn't signed to Mayweather Promotions yet. But he's like, can you can you take a picture of them for me? Like, and so like I'm, I, t- I took one of those early pictures of of Tank and Floyd. Wow. Um, yeah. During a press tour. Which you know he was super quiet, but you know he's always been an incredible talent. And yeah, not not to take anything away from from Tank, man. It's always fun to see him and and put on uh, for the city and for the area. And so, yeah, absolutely. Um, that, but you that, saying, I just want to get you on quote: If they ever fought, 
which you know we we agree that might not never happen. Put my money on Stevenson. Yeah, I would All put right. my money on. Mm, I would put right. my money on Shakur Stevenson versus anyone in and around that and weight that, class. And, and what I'm saying is like, yeah, like one below one. Right, just weight well, class and one above, and yeah, he's gonna grow a little bit, maybe, and maybe able to move up a couple more weight classes, but just skill wise, man. And it's yeah, it's not he's not gonna come in and, and knock you out, he's mm-hmm. just his IQ and his boxing ability. Mm-hmm. And you know, to his credit, I mean, he's been working with he sparred Tank, you know, right years ago. He's mm-hmm. he's um, you know, trained a bunch of times with Terrence Crawford. I mean, he's just in and around all of these high level boxing guys working his his craft. I mean, he's just, he's, he's really good. And um, the only thing that, you know, we may be talking about in a few years is man, he doesn't have that marquee fight. And it's mm-hmm. because yeah, people don't want to fight. Nobody want to fight him. Got you. Got you. Yeah. You, you, you definitely big time, bro. You know, you go into <laughs> London for fights and stuff, man, man, you, you made it, man. And, got, uh, oh, and I got one more shady comment and it's not really shady. It's really love. <laughs> I see your son doing his thing. I see him. He's doing his thing. I appreciate it, man. My nephew coming behind him, though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my nephew, my nephew, about to be nasty with it. I, I can't yeah. wait. I can't. Yeah. I actually, he might be a little older than your son, but okay. uh, but I'm my my nephew. Shout out my nephew Dimitri. Love you, boy. He about to go. He's about to go crazy. So what? I, uh, what position? So he plays soccer. I'm not that. I, I'm not that good of a soccer person. I. I but I will. But I will find out. I, tell you, I know. I know. I'm trash. I know. I'm trash. <laughs> I'm trash. I am. I'm trash. But yeah. uh, I, I did want to. I, I. 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 I thought about it one day, and I was like, man, imagine. I don't know. Ten, five, ten years from now, that your son and my nephew and like doing it. The real way and playing that yeah, yeah that would be I, I incredible, was, man. Yeah, I well, that was those... one of the reasons I took him to to London. We saw three matches out there because he's he just lives and breathes it. It's just yeah, and he's a goalie, so you got to be a little crazy to play goalie. Yeah, mm. for so, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Alex, your son plays in what league? He plays travel soccer for in the EDP league with World Class Premier. So he plays on two teams with them, and um, yeah, I mean we're traveling from sometimes you know Bowie to frederick to yeah. you know virginia to i mean it's just all over the place you, yeah. you really get yeah. to know how big the damn state of maryland is yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. start playing travel soccer man yeah but it's cool because i manage also their clubs uh social media and all their marketing and stuff like that and so um getting to watch so they have about 20 teams everywhere from like age six to age seventeen, so and mm-hmm. boys and boys teams and girls teams, and okay. they're um yeah they're really good coaches, uh people that hold the kids accountable and you know helping raise good young men and women, which is yeah, what it's right. all about at the end of the day. But it's super fun to watch them, and yeah, so there's all these opportunities for them to grow and and play soccer and getting to see some of these older kids into you know playing in high school and all these other things too is, is fun so shout out yeah. to my my high school Seneca Valley just be sure with uh and one of the goalie for Seneca the varsity team uh Kofi he's uh he's a goalie for world class premier too so yeah. the club has tremendous amount of talent and and we're competing on all levels so it's fun to watch man it's a good sport Next time I need you to know your uh your no, nephew. I, I'm going to send it. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna send it to you because I'm a trash uncle, and all, all my right, nieces yeah. and nephews know that about me. So, <laughs> but you know what? I just talk, touching a little bit on the soccer realm. 
you know, imagine if some of these kids that, you know, that usually play football or basketball, right. imagine right. if some of these athletes were coming up and playing soccer. Yeah. I mean, we would have, yeah. and, and that's the, the problem with youth sports or youth soccer in general in this country. It's like, they don't have a, a good hold on how the sport works, how it should work in terms of development. And they're just worried about like at six years old, winning, 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 instead of developing, you know, right. people. So, right. you know, I yeah. mean, like at, at the end of the day, you know, do, how many tournaments did Messi win when he was seven? I always joke with my, my son. I'll ask him questions if he's, and he's like, how many? I'm like, I don't know. Who cares? Right. Who cares? Right. <laughs> Who cares? Right. Nobody knows. That right. He, he's right. a real stat dude, but he's like, oh, I thought you knew. Like, no, I, I, nobody cares. What you need to focus on, and my son is 10, what right. you need to focus on now is development, learning how to play, mm-hmm. getting better at the position, because uh, I think a lot of times what separates, you know, the good guys from the, or good guys or girls from the, the elite ones is if you take them from their team, you can plug them into any other team and the coach right. can say, I need, I need you to go do this. Mm-hmm. And you can play all these different styles, all these different, you know, just like a, a boxer or a football right. player. Oh, he plays tight end. He can play receiver and he can play linebacker or, you know, this kid can do this and this and this multifaceted. Right. Um, and so if you understand the game on that level, it just ups your chances to to go and, you know, potentially get a scholarship or do whatever it is. So well, they fun- make the stallion. <laughs> <laughs> right you never know you never, know. You never know yeah it's for alex it's funny you say that because um my son he he'll be he'll be nine in november um he plays soccer for harundale here in anne county okay. i just signed him up for the county team which they do travel also but they only do travel within the county my daughter who's seven she plays on the team also she plays for clinic two under um under under the arundel league and I think you, I think you made a great point about um, the thing that's missing from these youth leagues is in addition to um, the discipline, which I think is there, but you don't have enough coaches that sign up for these leagues that can commit to like the true real fundamentals of the game and stuff. So like, um, like in the winter, they have a soccer dome right by BWI airport. They have like mm-hmm. an eight week program where the youth can come in. They have trainers and they just basically teach footwork, um, you know, how to kick the ball, you know, little, you know, skills, little things like that, just to help prepare for the upcoming spring season and for the, you know, for the fall season. Um, we, we, we just haven't played any games yet this uh, season because of the weather that we've been having here. Mm-hmm. But you, you, you make a great point, man. Um, if they could just, you know, teach those extra set of fundamentals and get the right coaches that can do that, there will be a lot more athletes up and coming that would play soccer. Right. I agree. And and to that point too, we have a program in, in world-class premier. It's called uh, triple T 10,000 touches. Mm-hmm. And it's basically just the kids uh, in the training center against the wall, practicing short mm-hmm. touches, first touches, like, and those yeah. fundamentals, because to be clear, there's no off season. You know what I mean? Like right. you can do different things throughout. We have winter leagues, we have winter yeah. training, we, you know, there's and I'm, we're lucky enough. I mean, you know, at the Maryland Soccerplex, uh, all the way down in Germantown, Germantown. it's close enough. Yeah, I mean that facility is incredible within itself. So I mean, there's there's a bunch of different you know turf fields, grass fields, and you know finding stuff like that. I know in Virginia it's more prevalent because they got a lot of money in Northern Virginia. Mm-hmm. But it feels like there's a soccerplex on every corner. But I mean, here at least we have that one, and there's a couple others in this area too. But yeah, just getting them to always and even as, as simple as you know just 
everything's online now. Just watching tutorials and getting them to practice, even inside, uh, yeah. is very important to the fundamentals. And shout out to the teachers, man, because it's not easy. The teachers that are actually teaching, you know, right. whatever game, whatever sport, whatever it is, um, that's hard. I know I wouldn't be able to do that because sometimes yeah. you're just more, you know, in the mindset of just rooting, but getting out of that uh, realm and really understanding, like, hey, it's about development. Mm-hmm. Um, as a parent, I think is important too. So yeah. I get kind of both sides because, you know, the marketing. Right following these teams and then just trying to root for your own kid and, and the team too. But yeah, it's cool. Hey, Maestro, we've set another milestone in this podcast. We've had a soccer conversation for 10 <laughs> minutes long. <laughs> hey man, it's easy to talk about when kids are involved, man. I will say that. Yes, sir. Yes, I'll sir. Give, I'll, give, I'll give my short soccer story and, 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 and I'll let you go. Uh, we made my daughter uh, in fourth grade. We made our daughter because my my younger daughter doesn't want to be active about anything. Um, so we made her play soccer. And when I realized that uh, she had got her hair done and she didn't want to sweat her hair out, <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> gotcha. We just got <laughs> this. Soccer ain't for you. This sports ain't for you. <laughs> And my oldest played basketball, but my but my youngest, she ain't interested. She is not. She wasn't interested. here for that. Yeah, she was, she, she did people running running right past her, just up and down, up and down. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing about soccer, man. You're always on the move. You got to run. Yeah, and she yeah. Ain't, she is not interested in running. No matter how much we bought her the soccer shoes, we gave we made it look like she knew what she was doing, and she mm-hmm. walked out on there and didn't know and was not interested. Didn't want to practice. She, she had the either. best fit. Yeah, she yeah. had the best drip on the field yeah you know you know yeah you you know i'd be trying to give it up you know she was cute or whatever but she was not trying to play so mm. i don't know man hey. so yeah man hey uh, once again man you you know you know it's love on this side um let the people know where they can reach you and anything they need anything you want to plug sir yeah man um so always round by round boxing at round by round boxing on instagram and round by round boxing.com and then um, I'm at 301 where I'm from on uh, Instagram and the soccer plug real quick is world-class premier official. Um, that's where you'll see a bunch of uh, videography, photography that I do for that club. And that's kind of where I'm, I'm at these days uh, at the soccer plex or a soccer field near you um, doing highlights and all that type of stuff. So still reporting on sports, just on a, a bunch of different levels, but yeah, always, uh, always willing to chop it up with you guys. You guys are the best. I uh, love talking boxing and, and every other sport too. So uh, appreciate you guys for having me on. Yes, no sir. Doubt. Yes, sir. No doubt. Hey, appreciate you, man. And uh, good luck to them commanders, man, in the season. Yes, all right. Uh, all right. Yeah, we'll, che- we'll check in. Yeah, we'll check in once uh, Rivera gets fired, Maestro. Yes, sir. My <laughs> guy. My guy. <laughs> Salute, all right, my fellas, Have a good one. Be safe. All right, fam. All right. Salute. Salute. All right, folks. Uh, Alex Burgos, RBR Boxing, RBRBoxing.com, round by round boxing. You can find him on Twitter and uh, social media and all that good stuff right there. Do you know man. how hard it is for me to not call him A-Train? You know, it's funny because um, I, I addressed him by Alex like the whole time throughout yeah. this interview. And then, you know, when I you know went to solicit him to come on the podcast, I, I, I kind of did the same thing. I was just like, hey, Alex, what's good, man? Like, I, I, I stayed away from A-Train. I don't know how to not call him A-Train. I don't know how to. That's why I kept saying sir and shit like that. I don't know how to not call him A-Train. I don't know how to not do it. Yeah. And that's actually, I, actually, I, I just lied right here on the podcast. I did call him A-Train. Yeah, that's my man. I'm sorry, y'all. I don't know him. I, I mean, I know this guy. And, and let me be clear. I am super uh, proud of him. 
um, where he's came from. Uh, like I, I remember when I was in his mama basement and we was making records. So mm-hmm. uh, where he at now? Super proud of him, man. That's my that's my guy. My man going to London to watch fights and stuff. Yeah, he he's yeah. definitely on another level for that's certain, man. That's for my certain. guy right there. Hey, I just got one more thing. Do we? I was going to say, man, and I'll let you do your one more thing. What's good? It's we 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 didn't hit our we didn't hit our time. <laughs> but go ahead. Yeah, we, we definitely hit our time. Okay. We definitely hit our time. So we de- but, and we got and we got to do picks. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, congratulations. Um, Brianna Stewart, um, plays for the New York Liberty, won the WNBA's League MVP award. So, you know, congrats to her. Yeah. I actually actually got the game on right now against the Sun, um, game two in, in these playoffs. And um, I, I do want to give a shout out to everybody that's on Twitter that's covered the league because I, I, I'll i admit I didn't watch a lot of games like I wanted to yeah. over the season. Um, but, you know, props to the Megan Halls and the Jody Newsoms and the, uh, the Terricas out there yeah, that, you know, Cole. Wayne Coles yeah. and of the world that cover the league and are in those locker rooms and, you know, asking these questions um, because there was a there was a really, really strong debate about who the league MVP should have been. So it was three candidates, um, Brianna Stewart, Alyssa Thomas with the Sun and Asia Wilson with the Aces. Now, you know, Asia Wilson, you know, she's a champion. Yes, sir. Yeah. You know, she's her. Alyssa Thompson um, had a good year also. Um, Brianna Stewart has had a good year, too. Um, me, me personally, I'm not, and I'm, I'm just excited to have that conversation. No, I'm not trying to make this into a conversation. I'm just going to say, again, I appreciate everybody, you know, making a case for these women, you know, for, for this award. Um, it, it should be Asia Wilson, but. I'll leave it at that. I'm I'll, not, I'll leave it at I, that. I can't have a I can't have a, 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 a educated conversation about who I feel that should be. So I won't. I won't even pretend to engage in something that I know nothing, almost nothing about. Mm-hmm. I know the names. I know who's been doing. I know who the names are. I you know, but I haven't watched. I, literally, I haven't watched one game from beginning to end all summer. So I am not inf- educated or informed. I've seen clips. I've you know, but mm-hmm. yeah, not, the highlights. I've seen highlights, and I've again. even watched some game. Like you know, like I've seen the Mystics once or twice, but not right. from front to back. And yeah, so right. I, yeah, I'm, no, I'm I, not, got yeah, I'm I got you. I got you. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm just basing it off of the people that I trust on Twitter. That again, they cover the league. They've been in these locker rooms. They go to these games and I trust their information. And I'll just say, just based off of that info alone, I'll say it's, I'll say it's Asia Wilson, but congrats to Brianna Stewart because she is playing for the hometown team. And so I hope they get it this year. Um, what would you add? What'd you got? Nothing. You got the picks, right? Picks, oh yeah, that's, that's right. The picks. the picks, the picks. Um, and I don't even have the list up, but I know what the Thursday game is. Um, it's Detroit at the Packers, I think, right? Uh, Detroit at the Packers is Thursday. Is that what yeah. you said? Um, okay. Yeah. Well, let me get, let me just pull it up real quick, or who or whoever gets it pulled up first. Well, early on with this with this game, I'm I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick the Packers in this one, and I'm not even sure this is really an upset or not because I. Because I, I think both teams have been playing kind of the same 
yeah. level of ball. I know there's a lot of hype around the Lions this year, but deservedly so. Yeah, absolutely, deservedly so. But I, I just think that um, the way Green Bay played and they they came back from seventeen nothing, pretty impressive. But I'm I'm a, I'm gonna go Green Bay at home. Okay, you taking Green Bay? I'll take the Lions. All right, that's a bet. Okay. Um, Sunday's games: mm-hmm. Falcons, Falcons versus the Jags in London. Uh, Jags. Um, yeah, I don't like Trevor Lawrence the way he's playing, man. Um, I'm gonna go Falcons. Okay. Give me the upset. Um, Dolphins at the Bills. Uh, Dolphins. I'm. Uh, it's kind of hard to bet against the Dolphins right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is, and I guess it's to your narrative that the Bills ain't making the playoffs, so they would have to drop this game, right, for that to be. Uh, it would help. It would certainly true. Help. It would certainly help, right? Um, I'm, I'm gonna take the Buffalo Bills at home. And by the way, mm-hmm. I've seen somebody t- messed around and said that Matthew Stafford is throwing the ball the best right now so far in this season. Um, hey, you could throw that shit in the trash. You could throw that take in the trash. I watched him last night. He yeah. did not look all that great. It was it is Tua Tago Bailoa, if I'm saying his last name right. And that it is, is Tua the MVP candidate right now. That's who's throwing the ball best right now. Yeah. You know, just in case you didn't know. Yeah. But go ahead. I, but go ahead. That that's that's wild. That somebody said that. Um Broncos at the Bears. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Broncos because if they lose to the Bears, um they're in trouble. Should, should we call for some heads to roll after this one if they uh, lose this one? No. <laughs> I, I, week seven, week eight is still kind of when I'm like, all right, bro, you, you didn't did enough. I need I need a half season sample size before we mm. start making firings, in my personal opinion. Um, Yeah. I, I got to go Bears here. Okay. I, 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 I I, to, I'm not mad. I'm not mad one way or other. I, I have to go Bears here, but they, they've, they've played like the worst team in the league through the three Bears, weeks. The Bears or the Broncos? The Bears. Oh, I'm about to say, yeah, because the Broncos ain't playing. I mean, obviously, we we fresh off that ass whipping, but yeah, okay, yeah. But oh, it's it, no, it's it's clear. The Bears yeah. have played the worst yeah. of of everybody, you know, th- this season. So, um, and I'll be honest with you, I I thought the way the Chiefs was rolling on Sunday, and they saw what Miami did, I thought the Chiefs was about to be like, yo, you gonna get seventy? We about to get seventy. That's what it looked like it was going nah, at first there. I never got that energy, but I feel you. <laughs> Uh, Ravens at the Browns. Uh, give me the Browns. Uh, I gotta go Ravens here. Of course um, you but you know, I gotta respect what the Browns. They play some ball. They yeah. they play some pretty good ball through three weeks. So. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Bengals at the Titans. Give me the Bengals. Um, I'll take the Titans. Okay. Uh, Rams at the Colts. Give me the Rams. Um, I'm I'm gonna take the Colts, even even though I don't like what they did to my team on Sunday. I'll, I'll take the Colts. Uh, Bucks at the Saints. Give me the, give me. I'll take the Bucks. I'll take the Bucks. Derek Carr's Derek Carr is out. He he is out. He's week to week. Yeah. Um, which means he could still come back this week, but. Um, who's the backup, Jameis? Right? Is it Jameis? Yeah, it's it's, it's Jameis. Yeah. Um, now nah, give me, I go with the Saints. Here I go again with the black quarterback. Yep, that's racist. <laughs> uh, Commanders at the Eagles. Eagles. Give me the Eagles right there. Yeah. But 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 it is a division game. But I'm still gonna take the Eagles. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize this because um, I, I knew about 0-3 versus 0-3 with Broncos and Bears, but there's another 0-3 versus another 0-3 this week. Uh, Vikings at the Panthers. Vikings at the Panthers. Um, Kirk Cousins still healthy, right? I'm going to take the Vikings. Uh, yes, he is still healthy. Um, Andy Dalton. And Andy Dalton was playing. Andy Dalton was playing on Sunday, and I don't know what the status of Bryce Young is. But even if Bryce Young is there, yeah, um, the I, I don't think it's enough. I'm, I'm gonna take the Vikings there. Um, Steelers at the Texans. Give me the Pittsburgh motherfucking Steelers. I'm gonna go upset special here. Of course I'm gonna go, you would. I'm, I'm gonna go Texans. Of course you would. I like. I like. I like CJ Stroud. Why are we number one in the North? You, you tied for number one in the north. Why are we that's number cool. one in the north? Okay, you tied for it, but it's cool. Why are we number one in the north? It's cool. It's cool. Week 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 five. Week week yeah, five. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see y'all. We'll fact. see y'all week five. That's a fact. Hey, and I'm and and I'm getting the I'm getting the couch down here on Friday. So mm. week week five. All you right. know what it is. You know what it is. All day. All right. Um, Raiders at the Chargers. Chargers. Yeah, I'm taking the Chargers too, even though they got some injury issues. They got in, yeah, they got injury issues and Brandon Staley. And you know what? I, I, I can't even complain about him anymore because this is what he's gonna do. He's gonna make those kinds of decisions and you know that could cost some games, but sometimes it don't. Yeah, so right. Sometimes it don't, but that that's not something. I mean, inside your own twenty at the end yeah, of the game. At the end like, of the game, yeah. Come on, come on, yeah. bro. Yeah. All right, uh, Patriots at the Cowboys. At the Cowboys, yeah, give me the mm-hmm. Cowboys. I'm gonna take the Cowboys too. Yeah. Um, did you did you see this little interesting thing that? Um, and I don't know if this is true or not, but someone is saying out of the Cowboys that they're worried that Ezekiel Elliott is gonna give them some kind of like intel to the Patriots, which. Quite frankly, that's what he's supposed to do. Like, right. why is that like even a why is that even news? A, a problem. Yeah, like why is that why even, is even an a issue? News yeah. a problem. Yeah. 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 Right. It's, let's it's be crazy. very cl- let's be very clear about something in that Cardinals Cowboys games. Mm-hmm. That coach is the defense was the defensive coordinator of the Eagles. In Philly. In Philly. Yeah. Yep. He mm-hmm. has he had some type of intel on that team from mm-hmm. playing that team. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm I'm not you know, I, I just realized that then a lot of people talked to I ne- I didn't see that being a lot of the conversation like mm-hmm. he would know how to play Dak Prescott mm-hmm. nope I agree um I, I I know people point to and and prayers to Trayvon Diggs yep. um you know what was it Achilles or uh, ACL ACL, I think, ACL. Yeah, yeah yeah um I, I tell you one play in that game where he was missed and it was the Dobbs throw to whoever that was that was Streaking down the right side, wide open, nobody there to touch the dude. I think that and was I'm, a coverage play, though. I don't think that was Trayvon Diggs. I think that was a coverage thing. You think it was a coverage play? Yeah, okay. I think that was a good play call. Okay, okay, okay. Because I was, I, I was just thinking, like, damn, that probably would have been Trayvon Diggs right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, if he was there, yeah. So, but yeah, um, give me, give me the Cowboys yeah. over the Patriots. Um, Cardinals at the Niners. I think we both have San Francisco on this one. Yeah. Uh Sunday night. Um Chiefs at the Jets. Chiefs, Chiefs. right? Yeah. And 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 for real, bro, they they they're gonna have to start flexing these Jet games 
off yeah, of prime time. Man. I agree, 100%. <laughs> they they got to start flexing I get, these I get that they out, won't. I get, that they, I get that they won't flex the Chiefs. You know, right, the they won't do that to the Chiefs, no. Right, but, but yeah, the Jets, I agree. They, they got to they, they gotta start getting these Jets off the TV, man. I agree. Um, And then in Monday night, you got Seattle at the Giants. I'm going with the Seahawks. Seattle, yep, yep. All right, no doubt, no doubt. Hey, um, a quick shout out to uh, Walter Padberg in the YouTube live chat. Uh, what up? What up? Was in the conversation where we were talking Tyson Fury. He he thought Tyson Fury is the best fighter. Um, appreciate you for dropping in the chat and all what? that good stuff. He uh, he said he said Tyson Fury is the best fighter, and and that's why I was trying to keep going. But I was trying I was trying to keep going. No need to bring it up now. Shout out to him. <laughs> I was trying to keep going because I knew right, you'd be. All in your feelings, but best fighter about. Well, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go said, ahead. That's all he said. He just said Tyson Fury, oh, the best right. fighter. That's all he said. Sure. So maybe he meant it heavyweight, and that's probably maybe, and, and that's maybe. probably true. Maybe, maybe. But I, I appreciate your support in these yes, chats. Sir. Yes, sir. for certain. Um, shout out to everybody watching us on YouTube Live, Facebook Live, on the Twitch, also on our Twitter, which you can uh, continue to follow us on the handle at Barbershop S P O R two. Um, the YouTube channel is there. Click the subscribe button. Uh, the Facebook uh, page is there. Click the like button. And also, if you got questions, comments, uh, you can reach out to us on email at barbershopsportstalk1 at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Instagram, too. Um, the Instagram handle is at barbershopsportstalkpodcast. And uh, write us a review, whether you listen to us audio on Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple. Um, the reviews go a long way. Make sure you drop one in the review box. And um, it's been a great week, man. Uh, always uh, looking forward to these opportunities, man. And uh, got a dope one next week coming out. Uh, love, peace, and happiness to everybody out there. Y'all be safe. Have a great weekend. And as always, mind your damn business. Drink some damn water.